This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. An unlikely friendship begins in the Paramount Plus original movie, Little Wing, starring Brooklyn Prince with Kelly Riley and Brian Cox. Reeling from her parents' divorce, Caitlin steals a valuable bird to save her home, but instead forms a bond with the owner, leading to a new outlook on life. Little Wing, now streaming exclusively on Paramount Plus. Head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Rated PG 13. This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG 13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. I wore glasses for 10 years because I wanted to have the Harry Potter glasses. Mm. And then. Um, it's not Harry Potter. Yeah, they're kind of like John Lennon, mm-hmm. you know, and then people. All right, we're recording. Um, all right, so I'll just finish the story off. I had the glasses in the 10th grade. This girl, Michi, from like Southern South Carolina, she was she saw me across the room and I took my glasses off to uh, to clean them. And she said, can you open? I said, yeah. And I was like. Yeah, but I was all like, (laughs) whoever said that, yeah, it's me. me. And she was like, you look so cute without your glasses on. I was like, really? And this was like my big crush, like the one. And I broke them and I threw them away. (gasps) And then I went home and (laughs) right there on the spot, I was like, "If if you like me without the glasses on, that's who I am. I'm glasses less poppy. And um, my mom would beat my ass if I broke them. My mom had my mom had no real clue. She, it like she did, but she didn't. <laughs> she noticed you running into things. No, nah, like, <laughs> the thing is, my vision is not that bad. Like it's can't just my see. left eye that's just a little, and it only is sometimes. You can't see yeah. close, or you can't see far away. I mean, I see five. <laughs> <laughs> oh, don't kill me. The, the, the truth is, I see I see fine. There are times when my left eye acts up, and it's just everything is blurry. But outside of that, it'd be like a short period of time. And then, right. So she, three or four weeks later, she was like, where are your glasses at? I haven't seen you wear them in a while. I was like, man, I can see. They're in the room. You know what I mean? And she was like, hmm, okay. And then she came back the next day. I think she had already ordered them. And she brought me some pink and purple glasses. And she was like, you're going to be wearing these for a while. Since I, I ain't seen the black ones that you was wearing. Ooh. And I was like, Okay. And I wore them, and everybody tore me up for, for like two days. Like, look at this guy with these pink and purple glasses. <laughs> so I tried to break them, but she was a step ahead of that, and they were like rubber. So you could uh, like bend them. Yeah, you could do whatever you want. You could set them on fire. It was gonna be all right. Um, and so I just set them down next to my light in my room, and I was like, "That's it for me." <laughs> so that's no trash. <laughs> Welcome back to the Black Stars and Podcast. Chris, what you know about this, huh? What you know about that, Corel? 
Y'all know this? Uh-huh. Yeah? This is how we starting the show off today. Yes, indeed. Y'all ever play this in a nasty moment? Nah, I knew that. Me neither. <laughs> mm. Here we go. Oh, no, you playing my jam. This is it right here. This, this gives Chris the shakes. Okay. The wiggles. <laughs> look, at, look at Rashawn Vine. Look at Rashawn looking like, oh, I done did some nasty things in this. I done screwed somebody's life up to this right here. <laughs> that came a little too too good. <laughs> I thought that was really Yes, indeed. I might have this playing at the wedding. This is it. After you fall in love, you oh, got to go through this. I'm about to burn <laughs> some shit right now. <laughs> this is it right here. I brought you guys through the whole spectrum. That's how we do it. That's how I mean, we give it up on the, on the Black Stars Podcast. <laughs> There he is. Ooh. Mm, <laughs> Why are you loving yourself? <laughs> How many years, Mary? Not a lamb. Tell me. Not a lamb. Yes, indeed. We're going to let this rock just for a quick second. What should you have done? <laughs> That's what I thought. That's it. Not a long time. I'm. Go ahead. I'm gonna shut up. Not none. Mm. I'm not the time. Cause you're not worth my Let me tell you, that soundtrack is front to back. It legit. This is the Black Stalgia Podcast. Welcome back to the Black Stalgia Podcast. <laughs> Thank you for listening. My name is Kelby. Down over there in the highlighter yellow, we have Carmela the Bell. What a, what a do? Right in the middle, we have Rashawn the Don. Yep. On the board, we have Christopher. See. Come on. Shout out to everybody listening on all streaming platforms. I, I, don't, I can't remember all of them off the top of my head right now. But, um, and there's a reason for that. Because I just watched all eight hours of Inception. Um, this is all a dream. Are you awake right now? <laughs> I don't know. I see a totem Where's spinning right over there. Where's your totem? <laughs> oh, what's your totem? Oh, I have a full breakdown for some of you movie nerds that told me <laughs> Leonardo deserves one for that one. Yeah, I got some words for you, buddy. Chill. Uh, <laughs> 
<laughs> sounds too real. It really throws me off. I'm looking at him. I'm like, he's not saying that right now. Shout out to everybody watching us on YouTube, looking at our pretty, beautiful, lovely faces. Look at Carmel over there looking like a whole thousand dollar bill. Oh my goodness. Look at Rashawn with the picked out hair with perfect glasses. Wow. I really feel insecure being on camera next to these two people. Look at you and your. Looking like bubblegum. Yeah. You up. Yeah. <laughs> Little cotton candy. Yeah. Okay, there, there, just, just looking at you. There's more compliments for the sweater than me. Um, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> he heard it. He heard it. Uh, so let's just jump right on into it. Last time we had a movie episode, and I'm going to bring it sort of back right now because I watched Inception. Mm-hmm. For the how many times? Okay. I watched it. Before and I just don't I don't even remember the experience. So I'm just gonna call it my first time really watching it. Like paying attention. First of all, the movie doesn't it didn't age very well. The writing of the movie did not age very well. I can tell it was written in two thousand and something, early two thousand ten. It came out in two thousand ten, but I can feel it was written in like two thousand seven, eight. Nine. Hmm. I can feel that when I watch the movie. Uh, there's a scene where the street bends and then Leonardo takes a step to go 90 degrees up. I was just like, what is this? What am I watching? <laughs> what does with, that have to do with the year? I just, it, I can feel it in my, I felt like. Mm, I don't know why I'm defending this way. Okay. okay. <laughs> I just felt like some, and then the, some of the sequences were kind of weird where Leonardo is being chased and he goes to order a cafecito and the guy's yelling for no odd reason. Like, don't, please, who's, did Steven Soderbergh write this? Because he's better Cuba. than this. He's better than this. Who did that? I said he was in Cuba. He was ordering a cafecito. <laughs> and the guy said, he said cafecito nine times. Like when I'm at the McDonald's drive. What do you not get? Here we go. He's rude again. Oh my God, here we go. <laughs> drive through. So, as far as the writing goes, boy, is it long. But, okay. It wasn't anything great. It's not bad, but it's not good. Mm-hmm. Um, but to judge Leonardo DiCaprio's performance, if a monkey did it, it would have been the same. That is so oh. rude. My, to the monkey? And uncalled for. <laughs> I'm just kidding. If, a, if Will Smith did it, it would have been the same. If Keanu Reeves did it, it would have been the same. If I did it, it would have been the same. If Chris did it, it would have been the same. If the dog over there did it, it would have been the same. There was no... Like, it didn't need Leonardo in it. Wow. I disagree, um, um, surprisingly. Um. <laughs> <laughs> That's what this podcast is. <laughs> um, yeah, I, th- I, I think one thing I can point to that Leo is great in is the scene when um, Mal, I think, Mal, is yeah. who Marion Coltier plays, yeah. uh, when she jumps out the window. I think he plays that scene really well. I... I feel like every time I watch Leonardo work, I can tell he's acting. Hmm. I I just I never fully believe he's the character. I always just feel like, well, he tried. Hmm. I think that's my issue with him that I just I never feel like, okay, you are really submerged in this world. You're in this role. I I'm like, okay, he delivered the line well, but 
I just know, like, mm, that's Leo. I think there are m- more moments that Will Smith has been submerged in the role better than Leo has. And mm-hmm. I just, I have yet to see anything from him that, take that A, takes him out of the box of, like, I'm a serious actor. I'm going to do the misty-eyed crying, yelling, all this stuff. Like, okay, I'm going to order the cafecito. I'm going to walk in the 90-degree road. I get it, you know? But, like, I've never seen him do more than that. And believably. And he already has a tough time being believable to me. I just, you know, he's not um, Tom Cruise where you're just like, well, he just got paid to be in this movie and run. Right. You know, but there's a disconnect. And I saw that again in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. I saw it in this movie. I'm going to go watch Aviator. I'm going to go watch Catch Me If You Can again. But I've never seen anything where I say he's that character. Whereas, it's not even fair that I say this, but I was going to say like Meryl Streep. You're like. Yeah, that's her. Yeah. This person is in your bones. Yeah. I think those those are just two different. Styles. Yeah, yeah, that's how I say it's not really fair to yeah. say that. But, okay, let's give it to somebody else where, like, Matthew McConaughey, for example, is somebody who he essentially is this, a very similar version of each character just due to the fact that he can't switch up his dialect, mm-hmm. right? But he is, like, submerged in the role. Like, I, I, yes, he is a superstar, a superstar actor, and I know I'm watching him, but I can believe you're a person in this world. Whereas Leo, I'm just like, well, you got to see the, You see his wills turning. Yeah. I could see him taking direction. I can see him saying, this is the best thing I could do for this right here. And it's just like, it's not there. It's not touching me. Hmm. You know? <clears throat> so, Inception. A seven-hour movie I'm never going to watch again. Take it off of Amazon Prime. Do you like the hallway fight? Um, okay. Yeah, it just wasn't <laughs> anything. It wasn't anything. You know, I um, just to see Ellen Page <clears throat> reminded me of, like, a different time, which is weird. It, it was just like, damn, I remember when Ellen Page was like, it. yeah, like nobody else was going to do a role. After Juno, she had like three, four, five years or so when it was like the Ellen Page years. Yeah. And then um, Joseph Gordon-Levitt being in there, I was just like, damn, like he had a run too, Mm, you know? Definitely. Um, He had his little early 2010s run, you know, Mm -hmm. with um, 500 Days of Summer. Something else. 50-50. Looper, Looper, 50-50. Looper, 50-50. Yeah, he had his time. And then it just kind of... mm, you know, um, it, there was what, somebody else in there. What is that? Is it Looper, the one where he's... He's Bruce Willis? Yes. He's young Bruce Willis? Yes, yes, yes. I saw that one. I'm just happy he didn't do that Just In Time movie. The Justin Timberlake one? Yeah. Yikes. That's facts. What? I haven't seen that. I haven't, no, you I haven't, haven't seen, seen that one? Uh-huh. Wise, wise moves. It's uh, garbage. What's his name from White Collar? The really good looking dude. Matt uh, Bomber? Matt Bomber? Is that an, yeah, Matt Bomber. And Justin Timberlake and Amanda Seyfried. And I really so like You have, her. like, you don't pay in money, you pay in time. Like, Oh, oh wait, I arm. have seen yeah, this. I never saw it. Though. Yeah, I yeah, have seen this. You blocked this. it from your brain. Yeah, I sure did. It was garbage. Yeah. That's trash. That's it. That's a fact. <laughs> this is this is fun. I don't yeah. know. 
<laughs> you should not have given me this point. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Um, next, Aviator. If I feel like paying to watch it off of Stars. Mm. That's right. The only way where I, the really? only place I found it was on. It, yeah, Amazon. it's on Stars. Stars. And then it might be on YouTube. <clears throat> cheaper. The whole thing. Yeah. If I watch it and I feel like he's still disconnected, uh, somebody has to pay my money back. Along with the girl who got my hundred dollars. <laughs> oh, Nobody's giving you money back. Nope. I feel like uh, Howard Hughes and Calvin Candy and Jordan <laughs> Belfort. I, I think those are all pretty distinct, different characters. But I don't know. That's just. Me. I think the yeah the characters are, but as an actor, when you portray and I honestly to be honest with you, I have I feel like I have the same problem. When I was in school, I would tell little dude who we had the class with and he was teaching a Shakespeare. I was like, I can't feel what these characters are feeling. I can just yell if you want me to yell. Mm-hmm. I can't like emote. Step into this. Person. I can't do it. You know, yeah. I can just pretend, mm-hmm. but there's some people who are like, when they're done with the role, they're like, I have mental issues like my character has. Mm. Yeah. You know? And I'm like, you need to get that checked. Cause this is a job. <laughs> I mean, I I think it's just different techniques because I kind of feel the same, yeah. like where people are very, you know, meta or not yeah. meta, meta. Is that what I'm saying? No, it's not meta. Method, it's method. method, method, method. Thank yeah. you guys. Um, <laughs> meta. Method, meta is. Yes, like I like... went to acting school. Would yeah. you believe it? Um, yeah, like very method acting, <clears throat> mm-hmm. and I never found that was like a thing for me. You know, yeah. like my character smokes, I have to smoke. Mm-mm. I think I was more of like I would research and find out what it's like but not necessarily live totally and completely in, completely in this person's shoes yeah frank is like that mm. frank would come up with characters for background characters he used to be like yeah he plays basketball four times a week <laughs> now i'm gonna walk and i used to just be like frank you came up with a whole background story for Behind the scenes character in the shadows. He was like, yeah, but I walked with purpose. Yeah. And some people have that. Yeah. I remember this girl in school. It was in like this TV TV class where we had to do scenes from stuff that's already on television. Mm-hmm. And she went and wrote like her 8 by 10 white paper was filled front to back with notes about like Phoebe Buffet from Friends. And I was like, is there something I'm not doing? Like, I remember feeling like, am I not a good actor because I'm not doing this? Yeah. And it was like literally only her. Like, of course, taking a few notes. Mm -hmm. But it was like small, small print where I'm like, what, what could you possibly have written down but i was like it's not that she's like weird or crazy that's just how she does was she good though i didn't think she was bad yeah but i didn't think she was like spectacular now i see why she wrote all this stuff down yeah you know it was just kind of like that's just how she does stuff and maybe like people who write lists it's like not everyone needs a list you could just put on your phone or remember it Mm -hmm. you know acting technique is so um, specific to who you are as a person. Because I think Josh Dumel or somebody is like, who was just like, I know how to act. I don't need classes. 
I yeah. think I heard something like that from him. But then there's people who need to keep it sharp and they're like, I need to get into this thing where it's very much so a body thing. Like I need to jump inside of the suit of this character. They walk a different kind of way. They do this a different, you know, and I want to also say like when you are an actor in Hollywood and you're auditioning for roles, for the most part, you're not acting. You're just being. Yeah. You're just like, there's very few people that get the opportunity to get the script and be like, this is my character. I'm, these are the choices I'm making. But a lot of times you're just booking because you kind of match with the other person who's in the project or you don't absolutely suck or maybe you have a lot of followers. Or is, there's just like a, a concoction that's brewed together for why you're there, you know. Um, but there's you're not like always going to do the whole let me make a character background and jump into the suit of this character. And say, there, sometimes you're just in it. Yeah, you, you know. I think it also depends on the project and the character. Yeah, exactly. Like, I know we talked about Euphoria briefly. I want to watch it. Yeah, you have to. Um, but I feel like a lot of people on that show, they, and maybe it's just how good they are. I can't, like, maybe it's a testament to their talent. But right. I feel like, for example, um, I'm blanking on her name, the lead. Hunter Schaefer. No, no, no. Not, not, she's not a lead like that i guess um alexa deming she's um hispanic super cute um i feel like her character that's just like who she is as a person maybe not completely Mm. and totally Mm -hmm. but when she probably when she came into the audition room they're like that's it that's exactly it yeah you know what i mean where it's not yes of course she's not completely that person Mm mm-hmm but it's just so easy for her that maybe she's not sitting down writing front and back of like a, this is this character. But maybe well, she is. Maybe that, she, we don't know. That goes back to your Anna Kendrick thing of like, yep. sh- you're getting booked because this thing that you always do is what people like. Yes. You know what I mean? Right. And if you remember in acting school, they used to break down like what is acting in what projects. And most of the time, if you're going to book like a series regular or a lead on a, um, on a, a, sitcom like a four camera sitcom you're pretty much you just slightly exaggerated because you have to do it so much so quickly you know you're if you're doing it for tyler perry you're doing five episodes a week if you're doing it network you're doing (laughs) 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 or so uh, that's what i heard i mean five seven whatever (laughs) um but um I I, hear, I did hear about that, by the way. I'm not making that up. Just House recently, of Pain, I think yeah. they were talking about, like, three episodes a day. Even I saw it in a very long time ago, but House of Pain, they had a thing where they were like, we shoot several episodes in a day. Oh, man. But, you know, they're on a set. So it's just like, say the lines, let's go, move, move. Yeah. Okay, done. Flip they're it. moving. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, I don't, um, you know, I, I, I don't judge that it's really. like a soap opera I yeah imagine. yeah They're doing you know this. so you just have to have the ability to say the lines realistically you know be funny when you need to be funny whether it's in your body or not and that's about it you know you're it's very close to you as a person because like very few times will you be able to separate you from the character un, unlike like Jaleel white for steve urkel where it's like 
he's the character on the show who's acting his butt off. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Or like even on the same show, um, Waldo. You right. know, that's not who he is as a person, you know. But there's those few characters who are just like. This is them. Yeah, you're, you're like- the actor on the show. Everybody else got to like kind of say the lines, make sure yeah. it's funny, deliver them the right way. But compared to like a, a, a drama where like you have to emote so much and it's like a single cam or so they'll call it a single cam mm-hmm. show, you're definitely trying to get into the right space and understanding the character and all this stuff. And you got to remember, too, that when people are shooting and filming, you don't have that much time. Yeah, you you're know? on a schedule. Yeah, you're definitely like shooting, moving. You got a couple takes and let's go. Yeah. You know, I, don't, I wouldn't say one is more difficult than the other i think oh well yeah it's just a comedy like timing and and rhythm a lot of people don't have that in fact and i think that is a different skill set than what people would have on a single camera dramedy or drama or you know i I, I don't there are very few people that can do both and there are people that do one or the other very well i agree with that um I just I just remember that lesson I think from Todd Patrick's class where he was just like sitcom is that is your 9 to 5 job as an actor. Like if mm-hmm. you book one of those and you're on it for seasons and seasons like you're going to be able to pick up your kids from school that day. I remember and this. You you remember that? Yeah, yeah. cuz I remember thinking like I want to do a sitcom so bad. And I mean now yeah. they're like pretty much dead, you know, yeah. but yeah. it was like being in theater again. Yes. And having a nine to five where it's depending on the show, I'm sure you're going to be popular and people would recognize you. But you also have that like, well, I'm done at this time. I get mm-hmm. my weekends. And mm-hmm. This is what I'm doing. We shoot on Tuesdays and Thursdays yeah. or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. So um, that was just a, a deviation of saying like I would I actually would really like to see Leo do a sitcom or a soap opera because Brad Pitt did Friends. Um, James Franco did Days General of Our Lives. General Hospital. General, General Hospital. Hospital. Yeah. I, I think, like, I would like to see the div- diversity that comes from Leo. He did, I did a Growing Pains when he was a kid. Yeah, it was sitcom. Was, but he was little. Show me this kids <laughs> act a different way, though. Like, oh, kid, yeah. kid acting and adult acting is different. You're going to get that from a kid. Yeah. Because the kid is just like, what you want me to do? Cry right now? <laughs> you know, but an adult is going to say, well, what's my motivation? Why am I doing this? Who am I? What time of the day is it? Yeah, kids are just genuine. They're just yeah. being themselves. That's or- it. And you'll, and you'll get it, mm-hmm. you know. Um, so I would like to see that from Leo. But again, I'm not going to make too many judgments until I watch these next two movies, which is The Aviator and Catch Me If You Can. Catch Me If You Can. That's my Inception take. Trash. (laughs) (laughs) That's trash. (laughs) Okay, moving on to things people care about. I have a question. Yeah, go for it. Okay. So, grits. Let's talk about it. I, as I'm sure a lot of you have caught on, am late to the grits game, late to a lot of stuff. Um... And I didn't know that there was a divide between savory grits mm-hmm. and um, sweet grits. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I wanted to ask, 
what are what are what are the what's the vibe? What's the, the vibe? What's the grip? I actually really want to know Rashawn's answer because Rashawn been out here. Uh, Rash- he's been surprising me in the things that he's likes and is familiar with. What do you, okay? What do you think he would like? Savior or sweet grits? Rashawn don't like when I guess about his life. Go ahead. <laughs> okay. Um, I think that he likes savory grits because his mom made them like that. Or is like grandma in Indiana. Mm. I like butter and salt. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Wow. Did your mom or grandma make them like that? Um, my mom's not huge on grits. Um, that was like a me thing. Like I just love butter and salt and grits. You okay. like you like grits? I don't. Yeah. It's just a weird texture. Mm. It doesn't quite make sense to me. It kind of seems like a food that is just meant to fill you up, but not have any fun while doing it. Disrespectful. (laughs) (laughs) It's like not only incorrect, disrespectful. It's like Malto meal. No, it's not. We we had Malto meal. Cream of wheat for dogs. Cream of wheat and grits are not the same thing. Oh, they're not the same. They're not. Cream of wheat kind of goes hard a little bit if you know how to make it. I like cream of wheat. Yeah, if you know how to make it, but they are not grits. No, I didn't say they were. I said you they were. did. I said it was like, as as in very similar to me. Which means they are the same. No. You said. <laughs> okay, go ahead. No, they taste alike. Which is similar, which means. But I'm not saying that they are the same thing. Ooh. But you're saying that they are similar. Wait, uh, how, okay, wait, wait, wait. Hold they are dissimilar. How are they similar? By look or by taste or by texture? Both. Wait, no, I said three things. Three, all three. Uh, no, that's incorrect. So they're all three, those, all three things, they're the same, but you're not saying that they're the same thing. (laughs) (laughs) No, she didn't say they're the same. She said they're similar. I said they're similar. But then you asked her, look, taste, texture, and she said all. Okay, I'll I'll say, I'll say. Okay, explain yourself. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) They are similar to me in the sense that they are I've only had them for breakfast, like as in a breakfast food. Um, and they have the same type of mushiness to them. Mm-hmm. And they don't have a lot of flavor unless mm. you add stuff to them. Okay. So you're saying it's sugar and salt by look, like similar. And you're saying that they're both like grainy, mushy food. Right. By Texture. You can't tell me that grits and malto meal are apples and oranges. Who taught you about malto meal? Because I've never heard that before. Is that That's like, a brand that she keeps using. Oh, uh, cream, cream of, what is it? Cream, cream of wheat. Cream of wheat. Cream of wheat. Sorry. Yeah. Is it, cream of wheat is also a, a brand. It is, but it's, But that's what it is. But it's actually cream of wheat. Okay. Yeah. Sorry. Cream, cream of wheat. You can't tell me that they're apples and oranges. Yeah, they are. Yeah, they are. They're actually apples and cars. <laughs> They're just not the same thing. You're fucking lying. What? I used to think that way. So I did not grow up eating grits. I'm Haitian. Okay. We don't eat grits. We eat cream of wheat. We eat my moulin, which is gross. Um, what did I'm you a, say? I know. Every Haitian is like, oh, how could you eat that? It's gross. Uh, I, we ate, I ate Haitian stuff. 
Okay. Growing up. Um, so I didn't have grits until I moved to LA. And I was like surrounded by black American people. Got it. Compared to when I was in Florida, I was surrounded by other like Caribbean people who was like, eh, you know. So I ate grits thinking this is going to be just like cream of wheat. Mm-hmm. And the effective, the most effective and most understandable way to eat grits is not with butter, not with salt, and not with sugar. It is by ejecting it into a garbage can. <laughs> I, you know what? Now that I think about it, I've had grits with um, shrimp at, in Louisiana. That sounds horrifying. And I didn't, I didn't hate it, but I remember eating it and it was like a little appetizer and it was like a little shot glass with the grits and then the shrimp was on top. And I thought it was maybe like mashed potatoes or something. And I ate it and I was like, (laughs) I just, the feeling was so, what is this? That's trash. (laughs) I didn't know. And then I realized, oh, shrimp and grits. Duh. Is that a thing? Shrimp and grits. Shrimp yeah. and grits. Yeah. Absolutely. What are grits? Fish and grits. Rishon, give us a definition. So grits are. Uh, is it is it wheat? We can put this at the bottom of the screen for everyone. Cream of wheat is wheat, uh, and they're used with. Uh, I want to say that we googled this a while back. No, we didn't. Yes, because we looked up the difference between the two. Because I was still on this. And yet you got on, on this, this podcast and said they were the same. <laughs> no, we, I didn't say they were the same. I said, said they, they were similar. similar. I understand. Like, by look, yes. By way of texture, not. Cream of wheat it, is basically porridge. Yeah. It's made yeah. from flour. Yeah. But it's using wheat where grits use corn. Yeah, the texture is definitely different. Yeah. It looks the same or similar. Grits are like white. Yeah. What do you eat grits with? So you eat it with shrimp and what else? I well, just for breakfast, I eat eggs, butter, salt. I like and sometimes I like mix the eggs into the grits. Oof. You like buy I, grits at the store? Like you buy like a box of grits? Uh, yeah, it's it's in a little canister. Like what oatmeal comes in? You cook it like oatmeal, with hot water. Oh really? Mm-hmm. And okay, br- give me the breakdown. You buy it; it's in the canister. You put they're, it in water and boil it. Yeah, these pour the grains into boiling water, and it thickens thickens into a, a hot cereal. When I was in the eleventh grade, <laughs> I, I took a trip to Alabama, and uh, we went to a school over there, an HBCU, and I was so excited. I was like, "I'm about to go to the blackest school in America." <laughs> it fed me some grits, mm-hmm. and that's when I said, <sighs> "Grits are great." Fish I'm never grits. coming back to this school <laughs> ever oh, again. Bread. It was the worst meal I've ever had, and what? I've had bad meals. But Gr- Chris, grits, have you had grits? Grits are horrible. I know that scene in my cousin Vinny where he talks about mm-hmm. grits. It's <laughs> horrible. All I know about grits. It's horrible. <laughs> I know. I know. I'm gonna get like. We're going to get backlash for this because this is like a thing that this everybody is a thing. really That's likes. That's why I wanted to ask. But I, I've seen the, the argument of like 
salt. So that's what y'all get. Salt, salt, or <laughs> sugar. And it's like, none. <laughs> I would rather get a COVID test. Oh, my. It's so rude. <laughs> I love grits. <laughs> when was the last time you had some grits? Uh, I made shrimp and grits like a few weeks ago. Yeah. You ate it too? No. No. She, she can't eat shrimp. Remember? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Did Marley eat it? No, it was just me. Oh, a lonely meal. I don't, Marla would not. <laughs> I, I was very happy. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, fuck yeah, them all. I don't have to share with anybody. <laughs> <laughs> I, Wait, made, I made her that? grits the other, like a while back, and she like I tried tossed most of it. She I, said, you could pay for my meal, but don't ever make me no grits. <laughs> I, I, was really, to, I was trying to make a nice breakfast. <laughs> I know. I, I ate some of it, and I was really trying, because I'm not a picky eater. I'll eat anything, really. So I was like, you know what? Let me give these. No, you won't. You don't like ketchup. No, I like ketchup, but I don't like it um, how it was on that burger yesterday. It was just smothered. With just onion. like, yeah, just, like the water on the lettuce. Yes. It was just no, too much. I don't think. I think those are two different things. <laughs> or like a, or like an overly stuffed jelly that donut. That doesn't track. No. Uh, I don't even like jelly donuts. No, me neither. Don't turn your mic. Turn both of your mics off. Mm-mm. I love a jelly donut. Jelly donut. Listen, <laughs> a jelly donut is horrifying because it's going to get your clothes dirty. Yes, but it's so good. I don't nah, pass. I'm like, I'm weird. I don't like jelly like things like PB and J. I'm down with PB. Not really the J. So you want your throat stuck from? <laughs> That's why you drink like. Milk? Milk or coffee or something. You drink milk by itself? Oh, I miss no, it. With a PB. <laughs> no, you're PB, disgusting. With a PB and J, yeah. You're disgusting. Ooh, cold milk. Gross. Okay, this is something weird, I'm going to admit. Finally! Ah! Okay, go. Ah! Zoom in. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm only getting in, every, in trouble every down. single week. You Let me tell you guys a story. Much. Why would you tell them that? We're, okay, go. Anyways. Um, I used to have... Uh, strawberry milk, and you know how they would have the syrup where you make mm-hmm, chocolate milk mm-hmm, or strawberry mm-hmm. milk? Nesquik. Nesquik. Uh, I used to make strawberry milk and I'd warm it up and I would drink it warm like cocoa. That's, that's not, that's not odd. That's not odd. That's not weird? No. Nah. Uh, she told me it was weird. It, was, it is weird, but only because it's not like. Don't backtrack. You roasted me. I did roast you, but it is very sweet. That's not odd, especially with the syrup. The syrup feels like it's supposed to be warm. It's supposed to be warm, If right? you did it with the powder. No, it was the syrup. It was like, well, but no, that's not odd. Stirred up in the micro. That's not, because I wasn't a big chocolate milk person, but you give no. me the strawberry. The strawberry. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah. you, you give me the strawberry. I'm strutting around that. All room. about Ooh. it, man. It's so good. Oh, man. The chocolate one? Nah, take that bunny on back in the store. <laughs> do they still make that? Yeah, they do. Kids love their chocolate milk. Mm-hmm. When I have my kid, he's not going to have anything but water. That's that's like my nephew. Yeah? Yeah. You heard Summer Walker said, like, you, <laughs> you, need to, like, you need to feed your kid, like, an apple, and then the next meal is, like, two peas, and then the next meal is, like, a cup of water. <laughs> Dang. That's like those granola moms out here in L.A. <laughs> Feeding their kids green juice at like two years old. Here, she really wants it. No, she she doesn't. She wants egos. She wants fucking, (laughs) yeah, a worm from the ground. She doesn't give a fuck about this green juice, please. Uh, Yeah, no. But then again, I say that and I'm sure I'll be like, man, this kid is still yelling for some food. 
Get, get this little bum a burger. Get him some nuggies. Come on. Get him some nuggies. Oh, my kids will be so fat. <laughs> Shut up, man. But happy. Here. Happy. Well, yeah. Yeah. I just make sure, like, yo, look, when they make fun of you at school, <laughs> run. <laughs> you take the rest of your nuggies and go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> waddle on up on out of there. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Or just, like, be funny. That's the honest. Yeah. Guy. Yeah. Solution. Just be funny. Like, you know, if they make fun of you, just say, well, at least I have some titties, buddy. You know, whatever. Yeah. You'll figure it out. You know. <laughs> Been there. <laughs> oh, I got I got real good with the snapbacks though. Back in like middle school, I'd be like, "Yeah, you want to make fun of me? Come on." And they'd be, "Okay, okay, okay." Just kidding. You're a cool guy. Yeah. All right. I read this thing that said it might have been a tweet that was like, "We don't. If we really sit down and look at it, we don't. We didn't need middle school, like at all." How did you guys do middle school in your state? Because for me, it was six, seven, eight. Yeah, mine. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But I'm starting to realize it's seven, eight in some places. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Jun- it was called junior high, yeah. which is seven, eight. And six is still elementary, elementary school. Elementary, yeah. And if I was in the sixth grade in elementary school, I would feel like a dummy. But you wouldn't know. <laughs> yeah, I would. Now that I, well, but now I, know. I would. But, but sixth grade is just like, that's the next level. Yeah, mm-hmm. but I feel like it's still so, you're still so young. I don't know why, but I feel like there's such a jump between 6th to 7th grade. I think there's a huge jump between 5 and 6. Mm-hmm. Huge. It's what, 10 to 11 years old? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, a that's big deal. Because when you jump into the middle school, the meanest people in the country are middle schoolers. 100 Not high schoolers. Like ninth graders, you're a little spicy still. By the time you hit eleventh, twelfth grade, you're just like, man, I just want to get out of there. Yeah, you know. But middle schoolers, they have all the Rude. chocolate milk in their system, ready to and roast they you too. They oh, yeah. yeah, they know yeah. exactly how to get you. Oh, yeah, they're the worst people in the country. Middle schoolers, yeah. But if I was in the sixth grade in elementary school, I would. I'd probably be worse because I would be the biggest dude on campus. Mm. And then I'm going to make fun of five additional grades below me. The thing that's right about sixth grade is that you're the smallest dude in this new fierce place. And you got to fend for yourself. You have to find out who you are in the sixth grade. Yeah. You know, so I, I don't understand when they keep them in, in elementary school, but. So at my school, we were uh, K through 12. But when you hit 6th, 7th, 8th grade, you went downstairs, like in the basement. That's where the classrooms were. Oh, Ooh. my goodness. That's horrible. That's so when we were like, okay, this is real. <laughs> so it was our own little uh, dungeon down there. Was cool. Oh, and my God. Well, how did it operate? Did the middle school kids only attack middle school kids or did well, 9 through thing, 12? When you go on recess, we, we was a poor school. We had some blacktop. Mm-hmm. That was it. Everybody, on this show, we call it a white top. Um, I'm, well, fair. <laughs> <laughs> Logistically, that don't make sense, but I'll give it to you. Uh, but we, Black like, the kids would just go play. Everybody was on one playground. Yeah, just they let everyone loose. Just the middle schoolers all hang out by the basketball court, and I was uncoordinated, so I sat by myself. But, um, oh my uh, goodness. <laughs> but yeah, that's where all the cool kids hung out. I'd be sitting there like, dang, that's so cool. Must be nice. 
<laughs> I remember in middle school, they were like, yo, we're going to pick people to play basketball. And I was like, well, you know, I'm about to be on a team. It was 19 white boys and me. And then they, they were like, I was the first pick. Come on over, Kelby. You're going to be on the basketball team. I was like, okay. They passed me the ball. Them two white boys. <laughs> <laughs> I was down on the ground. Stop. Please. Oh, Old Justin and Tyler was all passing the ball and throwing it from three feet away. I was like, what the heck? How do you guys know how to do this? They were like, we thought that you were like the black eyes. Oh, like, you're supposed to be good at the black eyes. They were like, can you go get us some water? Like, yeah, let me get it. Let me go get We'll be right back. Yeah, we'll get up out of here. They would be like, just take the shot, dude. I'd be like, I don't know how to do that. This is my first time being active in 16 years. (laughs) (laughs) Justin and Tyler, all size zeros and stuff. I was wearing like a 52. (laughs) Oh, no. He was a husky boy. Oh was yeah, I was I was sweating in the warm up. <laughs> of course, we'd be like, put your hands in the air, stretch to see if you could touch the ceiling. Stick it to my body. He was like, hey, tuck your shirt into your pants and be like, I started off that way. <laughs> I can't no more. <laughs> Did they make? I got more belly than shirts. <laughs> Did they make y'all uh, tuck your shirts in? In middle yeah. and high school? Yeah, mm-hmm. they did. What is whoa, that about? Wait, 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 wait. Like for PE? Like regular school? Or, or? Yeah, regular school. Oh, no. For, my, my school For did. PE? No. Like in general. Oh, no. So if you, for the, for the gentleman... Um, you had to have your shirt tucked in at all times. No mat. Were you? Was there a uniform? I only had a uniform my senior year. It's uh, that's when it got implemented. Uh, I went to Catholic school my whole school career. So in so yeah, middle school yeah, I had to tuck my shirt in. But in high school, the principal was like laid back, so he was like, yeah, just yeah, I don't care. I think for us, it was like a gun control thing. Isn't that uh, kind of wild? Because it was therapy, <laughs> but oh, not the girls. Knows, man. <laughs> yeah, she yeah. does. Because uh, we didn't have lockers because people could keep guns in there. Yeah, and then <laughs> yeah, wasn't allowed to have lunch boxes. Right, it was like the craziest thing. <laughs> and for some reason, we couldn't have guns. Yeah, <laughs> it was weird. So strange. They made us put our bullets outside. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa! Yeah. What are you? Is that? Is that? Does that define where you live? Um, I guess. I guess. Were I mean, it's like, Texas. I live so. in the hood. No. Mm. But the thing is, I think like my school. Well, it was middle school and high school. It was the South, mm-hmm. and the South gets a very bad rap. That like the South is bad, but now. Because the city has grown so much, the South isn't really the South. It's more central now. Yeah. Because, like, when I went to high school, we had the reputation of, like, oh, y'all are ghetto, y'all are have y'all have gangs, da-da-da, but not at all. Well, maybe it's because they had it all under control. Maybe, yeah. Or maybe you didn't know about it. Yeah. No, I, I feel like I was pretty well... You knew. I knew. What was happening. Yeah, but I think 
when I, like my my freshman year, we got a new principal and she took absolutely no shit. Yeah, she probably knew what the she knew probably like what y'all didn't know, and right. it was just like. I'm laying down That's the law. Anybody do anything, you fighting me after school. She was black. Yeah, she, she was. She, she was. <laughs> I, I had never had a black administrator or teacher up until that point. What grade were you in? Ninth. What was the first year you had a black teacher? Never. Um, you never had a black, well, in college. Well, yes. But in high school? Never. Middle not, school? Not until college. You never had a black teacher, female, male? What that you, you attended their class or that was in the staff? That was your teacher. Mm-mm. What about you? Wow. Um, my first teachers were black. I went to private school until third grade, second grade. Um, and the majority of your first teachers were black? All my teachers were black. And then when in I Greece? got to... No. In Greece. <laughs> <I'm kidding. laughs> um, and then when I got to public school, I still had black teachers. I had a black vice principal. had a black principal. That's amazing. This is Virginia? Mm-hmm. Northern. Well, started in Chesapeake, Virginia Beach, and then I went to Northern Virginia, and I had a black vice principal and a black principal at different times. Wow. Mm-hmm. Um, my, black I, woman. I went to a Haitian private school preschool, and everybody was Haitian. Mm. But when I went to public school... I didn't have a black teacher until the fourth grade. And then from there on, it was just kind of like sprinkled here and there. Like I, I remember that lady, Miss Davis, she was my brother's teacher. I was in that class. I had a, uh, and then I, I moved to central Florida and I had a teacher, Mr. Shaw. He was real mean, but he was also like super nice at the same time. Um, it was very odd how that worked out. He'd be like, shut the hell up. Anyways, I want some cookies. You know, <laughs> um, but he was uh, he was a super cool dude. And I don't remember all of my teachers, but I do remember them just being sprinkled about, you know, mm-hmm. but majority was just white men, I want to say. Hmm. I had a lot of white women. teachers, Men and women, probably. Actually, you know what? Probably more women, but by like a couple percent. I had a pretty, pretty even mix. Yeah. More black teachers than I'm realizing that people had. Because yeah. I, for most of, again, up until college, was the only minority, no matter where I went. So, because mm-hmm. I grew up in Kansas. So I went to, you know, know that. Tell me your story. <laughs> hey, um, nice to meet you. I grew, I lived there until I was nine. And then I moved to Texas. And my town was so small. So, like, for example, I went when I was in third grade, there was only 60 people in the, yeah, people, including teachers, in the whole school. It was like a country, yeah, like in the country, took the bus, and third, fourth, and fifth graders were all in the same class. So you were the only brown person? Yeah. How did you guys find the city or this town? That's where my mom grew up and my grandma so I was born there. Oh. So it was just all, all white, all white kids. And then me and my brother made up one black person and one Hispanic person. Because <laughs> my, my grandma came for Cinco de Mayo 
and was like, oh, we're going to show the class how to make um, tortillas. Like, that. How do you feel about that? Um, interest, I, I, it's, it's like an interesting feeling because I didn't realize at the time. Right. It's just like what it was. Yeah. You were just like, oh, I'm going to show them what we do. Yeah. It was, it was just like, um, cause my grandma is fluent in both Spanish and English. So it wasn't like I went back home and we were this very Hispanic household. Right. It didn't really make up of it. What it it just wasn't that like our culture wasn't really huge to us, you know? Um, so when she went to school and was making tortillas, it wasn't, it was just like, Oh, my grandma's here. Yay. And she's going to do something. And she was in the newspaper. Like, wow. Yeah. So it's kind of a good thing. Yeah. It was, Cause it was, it was just cool. like accepted. Yeah. It was like, she's different. We're different. And now we're like assimilating cultures. Yeah. But then it switched because when I moved to Texas, I was the black girl. Like I was. You were the black girl. Mm -hmm. Mm. Because my, any school that I went to, I was the only black girl. And I wasn't Hispanic at all. Like, oh, black girl. You're a black girl from Kansas. You're the black girl. I'm like, oh, shit. My grandma was just teaching the class how to make tortillas (laughs) last year. (laughs) You know? So it was just like a really, really interesting switch of culture Mm. and then when i got to college it was like oh you're hispanic now mm. let's talk about this more after this break does monday at the office feel like a storm not with microsoft copilot that feeling when copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly it's sunny again when copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act that sun's shining on a beach And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. So, what do you what do you feel like you are? Because I know that people who are um, who are uh, biracial biracial oftentimes lean towards one side. If depending on who you spent more time with or whatever. So what it like? What do you feel like you define yourself or you identify? <laughs> As absolutely, what? we had a, a sneaky spy in the back. Oh, Charlie! <laughs> hey, Charles! I just see this dude come you. out. I was like, "What is going on? Come on in! Come on over! We're having deep talks." Hey, Marlon! Guest, hello! Guest. What's up, y'all? Charles, hey. show, show him your face, not your crotch. <laughs> <laughs> Come this way, right behind Kelby. Yeah, there he is. That's Charles. Charles. <laughs> All right, y'all. 
Okay, right, bring me back song. a little song. Well, oh, man. Song. Uh-huh. We hungry. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, 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 I still struggle with it a little bit because mm-hmm. me, I don't speak Spanish fluently, mm-hmm. and as you've noticed, mm-hmm. don't have. I didn't grow up with a lot of excuse me, black people around me. So mm. like, obviously my dad's black and my, his whole family, but I didn't really grow up with them to be mm. like, Oh, that's my auntie. And we mm. do barbecues. And I didn't have that a lot of black culture in my life. So when I got to college, like something simple as my, uh, my neighbor, she's a black girl from DC I don't know if you know her, Khadijah. Oh, yeah. I remember she, I, we were going to bed and she was like, girl, you ain't gonna wrap your hair? And I was like, wrap it? Wrap it with what? <laughs> and she's like, what do you mean? Like, wrap it up, like how I have mine, like in a bonnet and everything. And I was yeah. like, I've, I've never, I've never seen this before. Wow. Do you wrap it now? I do, yeah. Wow. Um, is there a difference? Like once you started oh, rapping it, you were like, oh, snap. That day she was like, come here. I'm going to teach you. Wow. Because I had just like straightened it and everything. She's like, you mean to tell me you take two hours to do all this work and you're just going to go lay on it. And I was like, well, that's how I. That's, how I'm, 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 that's just how that's I fab. That's how it is. <laughs> yeah. And um, so then she wrapped it. And the next morning I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> this is just, this is it. <laughs> But yeah, so it was stuff like that, that I had just those little things make a difference that I had never heard of. And I, I mean, I still joke about it today where it's like my black cards totally revoked. You know what I mean? It's like, I didn't really, yeah, I watched a few shows here and there, how we talked about like, what's Tommy's job? I'm like a teacher. (laughs) (laughs) You know what I mean? So it's like, I didn't, I didn't grow up eating grits, but I do, I guess I lean a little bit more towards like the Latino side. Yeah. Yeah. But at the same time, it, it it sounds like you're kind of just in between both of them. I totally am. You're just kind of like American. Yeah. This is just what it is. Yeah. See, I get that because I'm not biracial, but I feel like I'm bicultural mm-hmm. because I'm first generation American, grew up in a Haitian household. Yeah. And I look at black Americans like they are a totally different group of people. Mm-hmm. Even though I am born and raised in America, the moment I step outside of my house, I'm, I feel like just because I look black, I'm like, whoa. Yeah. Like this is totally different than what I w- that's inside of my house. And then because there's other, there's culture of other Haitian people, we all have the same, we all live the same way. Yeah. You know, and our parents don't paint a very good image of like black America, mm-hmm. you know, because of just cultural things that are happen, whether it be a result of racism or whether it be um, things that, you know, happen within the culture. Some, it, sometimes there's a lot of harping on like, see that that's not what you want to do. Yeah. You know, just because you look like that don't mean you want to, you know, yeah. there was a lot of that. 
Right. You know, whether it's at home or with just within the culture, because, you know, when you go to church and, you know, we was I was going to Haitian churches or, you know, everybody was speaking the language. Everybody had the same mindset. So um, there is that sense of like feeling like a middle child. Yeah, totally. That. Where you're like, my friends like this inside the house. We like that. I'm being told to do this. Yeah. But then when I step outside, it's the exact. It's like. It's it's Oof. so, yeah. It's just like a a middle child feeling, yeah. totally. Yeah. And I think also it's like in Laredo. Yeah, it's like um, because Laredo is so ninety nine percent Mexican, really? not Hispanic, not Latino as a whole, Mexican, right? So it's like little Mexico. So everyone one assumes that you speak Spanish if. Rashawn pulls up. He's speaking Spanish. There's no if. You just should know it. You're here. You should know it. So the few black people that live there speak Spanish. Probably not. But it's like, I mean, I learned most of my Spanish when I did live there. Because it's just like, if you don't know it, you better get to knowing it. Because everyone spoke it. it. They're just going to speak it. And you better understand because that's what it is. But then I moved here. I mean, you met me. I had an accent. Yeah. 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 You don't have an accent. You had a dialect. I had a dialect. (laughs) True. (laughs) Amda. Learn that in my $100,000 program. What y'all learn, man? What y'all learn? Science? Yeah. Yeah. Lames. (laughs) I seen you working at Starbucks. (laughs) I'm applying. (laughs) You put a good word. You put a good word in for me. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> mm. do you ever what well, like do you Rashawn identify differently or do you just feel like i'm black i was raised black this is that's who i am that's my identity um i i don't really know a difference because i, I like i said i went to a private school that was completely black it was associated with the church that I grew up in. Um, I was raised Baptist. Um, all I know is a black Baptist church and, and growing up like a black man. Um, but even then, there were times when maybe I didn't feel as black as I should be because of, you know, oh, you you watch this or you listen to that. And mm-hmm. then. As I got older, it was like, why do you talk like that? Why do you walk like that? And then I had to kind of deal with, you know, which is a completely different thing, being queer and black, which yeah. is like a different avenue. And that's something that still is, you know, an identity I have to grow into. Let me ask you this. Mm-hmm. Um, you're kind of like me in the sense that we're we're kind of nerdy a little bit. Yeah. Like we speak a certain kind of way. Mm-hmm. I, e- even if I like come on and talk with a certain verbiage, you know, that's not my 100% identity. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, it, is that something that you had to grow up with? Because I know for me, like there was an emphasis. I didn't I didn't come out. I didn't leave my house speaking English. Mm-hmm. I had to learn English in school. Mm-hmm. So my ideal was I need to learn how to speak the best form of English because I had to speak, I had to teach my grandparents English. I had to, like, my parents didn't speak English. You know, my mom, mm, fine, 
but my dad didn't speak English. So um, I had to learn to like, let me enunciate my words and let me like really pack my vocabulary in. Mm -hmm. And that in turn made me an outcast because everybody said, well, this guy's a freaking white boy nerd. Yeah. So you had to deal with that. Um, not hugely because my, my very best friend, she's a black queer woman and we both kind of, uh, you know, went through it together, took to each other. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And so I never felt ostracized because I always had her and she always had me, Mm. but there was very much a learning curve of, I have to, I'm this person at home with my black parents. I'm this person at church with my black family and I'm this person at school with my white, black, Hispanic, Asian, what have you friends. And so that was like a very, you know, there's a name for everything now in 2020, but back then nobody knew what code switching was. You know what I mean? You don't, you didn't really know. You didn't really like process that you changed up your vernacular around who you were around who you were with. Right. You know? So I think it was just like a natural adaptation of, of where my surroundings and my environment. See, I think I code switched to more of my Latino side, Latina side. Mm-hmm. Like when I'm with my friends, like when I come back in two weeks, mm-hmm. I'm going to sound a little different on the podcast. Hey, what's going on, my friends? Um, <laughs> let's do a podcast. <laughs> Turn on the machine. <laughs> Turn on the camera. <laughs> But when I when I went to New York for school the first time, I didn't know that I even had a dialect because Virginia doesn't really sound. Well, you guys kind of sound a little southern, huh? A yeah. little bit. But my mom, I had this conversation with my mom. She doesn't consider Virginia the South. Right. But you go anywhere else and you tell them you're from Virginia. They're like, oh, you're from the South. Well, I always consider West Virginia the South. Virginia, I kind of think of like poshy white people who with southern flair. But West Virginia's far north, farther north. I don't know what it is about it. I just think like West Virginia, West Virginia. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like the song. <laughs> yeah. You know, if you say West, like just regular Virginia, I'd be like, oh, you couldn't get to the west side, huh? <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, it's 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 interesting. I mean, I I grew up like with in a black middle class family. So did I, you have an accent like your mom has an accent now? I I assume so. I never heard it. I never heard it until. What is I, her accent? Can you make it? Can you? It's very it's very faint, mm. but it's, it's not like a talks like. It's not faint. <laughs> to me, it is. I mean, that's my mom. But you know, know. but you know what's okay. I just I've, had this conversation with Marla, and I mean, you've never heard Marla's mom speak. You definitely have, Rashawn. Marla's mom is from Mexico, born in Mexico, went to Texas, has a thick um, Mexican dialect, right? She has an accent. Yeah, she has an accent. She has an accent. Mm-hmm. Um, and so when I was telling Marla this, I was like, well, yeah, like your mom has, you know, her Mexican accent. And she's like, no, she doesn't. And I said, what? What? Hmm? Marta, Perez has an accent. <laughs> but I, 
with my mom, it's not Virginia. My mom grew up in like deep South Florida. She grew up in a, mm. a small town called well, Florida is a Bluntstown, Florida. Different beast. Yeah. Because South Florida is New York people. She grew up in the panhandle. Oh, that's the South. Yeah. yeah. So like my mom. <laughs> that's, that's the South. South. That's my mom grew South. up in North Florida is the South. Hugh Creek. Florida, like she, oh yeah, she went mud and hunting. She, my she, mom was in the country. Yeah, she mm. ran from the people with the Confederate flag. Yeah, like there's yeah. still KKK driving around right. down there. So when I say it's faint, it's because my mom's one of eleven, and talking to any of my other aunts or uncles, like that's a heavy dialect. Got it. And so my mom, when I hear my mom talk, because my dad has no accent at all. I don't think uh. he just sounds like a black guy. Uh, my dad sometimes sounds like like Brian Gumble a little bit. Like yeah. he's very, I can't explain yeah, it, but I like don't, I don't know. I wouldn't say like in the way that your mom does or your aunt does. My aunt sounds like she's. I mean, she sounds. She has a Midwestern accent. Yeah, your aunt definitely does. Your your dad, I guess not. My dad doesn't, but my mom's is like a very small hint of of that Hugh Creek. Yes. Yes. It's like a, it's like it's like a drawl. Yes, that's 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 what it is. But it's just. But if you talk to her sister, you'd be like, "Holy shit, that's that's lash. it." Well, people shift and change. Yeah, over time. I mean, she's been in Virginia for thirty years. You see what so, I'm saying? Yeah. Like when I was learning English, I went through a period where I sounded like everybody. Mm-hmm. I learned English watching. Everybody loves Raymond. Mm-hmm. And I sounded like Raymond for a little bit. And it wasn't, <laughs> it may not have been the voice sometimes. It may have just been the way he pauses. The cadence. When, yeah, when he speaks. And then I would just be like, okay, that's the way that people speak English. Mm-hmm. And then I would hear other people and be like, they don't talk like that. So then I would watch um, King of Queens and I started talking like uh, Jerry Stiller, which mm-hmm. is why like I, I'm like the biggest fan of Jerry Stiller, Jerry Stiller. And I just learned how he talked. And then I started talking like him and Kevin James. And then you were yelling a lot. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) I was yelling a lot. And I was also doing like the certain kind of way that Kevin James speaks. I was doing that. And then I got in my George Lopez bag. And I got into that for like two years. That's facts. Mm -hmm. And, and to me, I was just like, just, watching these things and being like, okay, this is acceptable English. Mm. I have to talk like this. And it sometimes just happens by accident where I just watch so much and then I'm listening and I'm learning how they're speaking. Yeah. And then I'm just mimicking. Yeah. Until I had to find, how do I speak? How do I say this? How do I? And then, and then getting into the, like, sometimes I can really get into my like like I could just speak fluently expressing myself how I want to. And then everyone's saying, dude, you sound like a white boy. Like, no, mm-hmm. this is unacceptable. So then I have to be like, oh, let me go back to the drawing board and let's see who I need to sound like, you know? And it was hard for me to latch on to black people on TV because I would be, my mom would just be like, no, speak properly. You right. know, because Again, my parents don't speak English. So when they're learning their English, they're not learning Ebonics. Yeah. So if I'm in the house, I'm like, yo, what's good? And they're like, 
what what huh what? Yeah. you know they're like what does this mean and that to me it's a very simple term or simple phrase but and and i could say that to my friends yeah and they understand it but when i'm at home i would have to say it differently because 95 percent of my household doesn't speak english yeah mm. and if i say something in english it has to be slow it has to be very articulate it has mm. to be this and all that so yeah it's just um the experiences are very different because i grew up around a lot of black people but they were not black americans yeah mm. i grew up a lot of, around a lot of black women and like i you can tell me nothing i wanted to emulate my sister full stop like i wanted to write like her i wanted to talk like her i wanted to watch any movies she watched like she introduced me i talked about this uh the other day but she introduced me to horror movies mm. and i only watched those because latoya wanted to watch them and now she hates them like she won't even watch them and i'm obsessed mm. and all of that is because like I, we're nine years apart, mm. but I was like, I need to, whatever Latoya's doing, I'm doing it. Was she a hero to you? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. But then she left for school and then it became a, at school or at church. It's like, well, Sean talks like a girl or he walks like a girl. Like, why does he do that? And it was very much like a, wait, what is, why is everyone like critiquing <laughs> that? Because I just wanted to be like yeah. my big sister. And do you then, have a brother? I do not. It's when I f first met you, and then I met your sister. I was like, they're so alike. Mm -hmm. um, What's your sister do? She, uh, I don't know if I can say. She works at a um, publication. Uh -huh. I actually don't know if I can say. Okay. She does, uh, for some reason, not that you were gonna say she was a lawyer. Oh no, she does very well for herself though. She's yeah. I mean, knowing you, mm -hmm. I can only imagine that anybody generation above you or within your time period ain't failing <laughs> same <laughs> like if you told me you had a crackhead in the family i'd be like that's two that's two lines down yeah that's, <laughs> you know? that's been, he's old yeah that's that's your third cousin <laughs> yeah and he the one like we don't say his name right <laughs> he's crackhead he's, he's, or if we say that's crackhead donnie yeah. You know, but everybody else is Littergator John and, <laughs> and former Mayor Bobby. Like, this is what we, Former this, Mayor. <laughs> mayor. Yeah. Retired. You know, yeah, yeah. No, he retired at 48. You know, yeah. 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 His second retirement. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was good. He owned a lawn mowing company in the, in the early 80s. <laughs> You know, and I and I would imagine that if Rashawn decides that he wants to have offspring, that kid's not failing, right? <laughs> you know, not at all. You know, he don't have no uh, standards for who you want to date, but that kid gonna get some straight A's. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, I mean, there was very much an expectation in my house of of black excellence. Well, you, you have know? navy parents, also. Mm -hmm. Them navy parents be going hard. They do. Yeah. They yeah. do. Oh, what is this be? <laughs> Explain to me now, Shani. <laughs> That's not far off. <laughs> I definitely want you that too. Yeah. My mom was like, so I came to this country for you to have a, a minus. My son. A minus. What is minus? Tell me now. Tell me. Tell me. Minus. A minus. Not my son. Your brother is a doctor. 
He's, not, he's in high school. <laughs> <laughs> Explain that to me, Mom. What are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I get that. So mm. when you went to AMDA and then you went to dialects class, yeah. did everything that you thought you had learned get totally thrown out the window? Well, I never thought about regionality. Mm. I knew, like, to give you an example, I didn't grow up with any Mexican people. Mm-hmm. I knew Puerto Ricans. I knew Dominicans. I knew... Um, Cubans? Cubans. I knew, I knew that. Yeah. But I didn't know anything about Mexicans. So when I listened to George Lopez, and I was watching the George Lopez show, I was never, like... This is how Mexican people talk. Mm-hmm. I was just like, this is how George Lopez talks. And right. he's funny, you yeah. know? And for me, it was like, I want to be funny. I want to be like, I want to be like that, you know? So I just want to be like the people who make me laugh. Got it. So I never thought like, George Lopez talks like a Mexican dude. I never thought um, Ray Romano spoke like a guy from New York. Or a mm-hmm. Jewish guy from New York. Yeah. Because in New York is such a specific place mm-hmm. that I had that kind of handled. Yeah. I would just be like, okay, I know what a New Yorker sounds like. But I also know what, like, a, like Ray Romano. No. It's all wrong. I know what that is. But when it comes to other cultures outside of, like, our home of America, I was just like, mm. Yeah. You know? Um, but it all at the same time too, like in my family, I spoke English. My mom spoke English and she has a heavy accent. Now it's a little bit less, but like it's a, she has an accent. It's, it's always going to be there. Yeah. It's there. My dad does not, he, no matter what he tells you, he doesn't speak English. He got a couple, <laughs> he got a, <laughs> he got a couple sentences in there, but until you decide to not buy the iPad that they tell you is free, you don't speak English. <laughs> it's not free, buddy. They're going to charge you in three months. Yeah. <laughs> and, and some interest. He got 11 lines open for them damn tablets. <laughs> Call me. Why is the bill? No, again. <laughs> so I spoke in the same conversation. I spoke English to my brother after we had all, you know, squared away with English. English to my mom, French to my dad, because my dad is Haitian, but he likes to speak French. Um, and Haitian Creole to my grandparents. Mm. So it was just kind of like this meld of different languages. Um, at in the same conversation, like we could all just be at the table, and I would respond to my mom in English, respond to my dad in French, respond to my grandparents in Creole. Whoa, mm-hmm. wow, yeah. So, I it wasn't until I moved to LA. This is a piece of advice somebody gave me. I was in high school, and I said, "Yeah, I'm gonna move to LA." And he said, "Dude, bunch of Mexicans out there." I said, "Yeah." Never seen one before. <laughs> <laughs> never seen one of those. Yeah, I, was like, I never seen that. And he was like, dude, be careful. Because they like it in the butt. What? That's what he told me. And I was this like. This is high school, right? This is in high school. Yeah. And he was, he was like, just know that. 
was like, that's the piece of advice. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what the I didn't fuck? I didn't get anything else. He was just like, that's what they like, dude. Okay. And then I moved to LA and I was like, I feel like these are just normal people. <laughs> yeah. Like, that guy works at Chili's now. <laughs> He's a doctor. Oh my god! Who gave him a doctorate? He's doing so well. Oh, that's disappointing. Yeah, yeah. Is it a proctologist or what? Uh, <laughs> no, he. Um, I. I don't know. He's probably just an MD. I don't know. But I do know that he bought a house and he's stunting on me, buddy. Damn it. <laughs> uh, but that was the only thing I knew about Mexicans. And it was like a month before I moved here. Mm-hmm. And um, uh, I, I wasn't really thinking that much about it. Because mm-hmm. like I said, like I knew so many different types of Hispanic people that I was just like, it'll be the same. But it's different. Like, the cultures are definitely different. There are some overlap, you know, that happens, like, in music or just the language itself, Spanish. Most of us, like, tortillas. Yeah, you know. But there's there's even different, you know, and this is from a person that's talking from the outside in. Right. Who can hear the difference in the language. Yeah. I don't know what y'all are saying. Most definitely. But I can hear like, "Mm, this one's a little slower. This one's a little faster. This, you know. And as a person who speaks French from Canada, Mm -hmm. I went to France and was like, this is a different type of French. Yeah. This is French. I speak French. (laughs) 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 Totally. You know. Yeah. So I I could put put that together. Um, And ever since, man. Nobody has ever come to me and been like, the butt. <laughs> yeah, I was no. going to say, what's your verdict now? <laughs> Nobody's, ever, nobody's ever told me that. A dude from high school, he never, he never checked up on me. He never came I'm back glad. and said, yo, you slipped in a butt. <laughs> never, nothing. He just went off and just became, Got a doctor. became great. Yeah. <laughs> Has kids and pays. Probably tricked you, too. He's like, yeah, stupid. I'm going to be a doctor. <laughs> Dumbass trying to be an actor. Lame. <laughs> yeah. Um, but outside of that, like, how, how did people treat you when you said you wanted to be an actor? Um, cause you, in my family, I'm the black sheep. Mm. Uh, it's weird. Cause I, I was, I did drama at, at in high school. I wrote plays at church. Um, Same. so it was just kind of always, it was the only option for me. They knew it was coming. Yeah. yeah. They're like, oh, you're going to go to L.A. And yeah. now they're probably like, he's probably dead. Whatever happened to him? I prayed for him. He went to L.A. and now he does cocaine. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Little do they know. Little do they know. Yeah. If you want some. <laughs> I know a guy. <laughs> I know a guy. Um, so, yeah, it was never... That was something I I was insecure about a lot of things like appearance and, and, you know, sexuality and all that stuff. But I was never nervous or hesitant about that. I was like, I'm going to be an actor or I'm going to make movies. I'm going to write movies and I don't really give a shit. Did they did your community support you? Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. The youth are always down. Mm -hmm. The youth are always going to be like, dude, don't forget me. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the older folk who know about working homes 
and how to buy them. Yep. <laughs> Groceries. <laughs> how to finance a car. Yeah. <laughs> them folks be like, look at his dumb ass. Yeah. <laughs> Thinking he going to be the next Willard. <laughs> Not. <laughs> yeah. um, did your people support you? Yeah, totally. Very similar. Because I was always in dance or in theater or doing a pageant like something Mm -hmm. so it was there was no other like i never was like oh maybe i'll be a teacher or something it was always like i'm gonna be an actor i'm gonna do something in the arts Mm -hmm. because my brother is also into music so Mm -hmm. i don't think there was that like well look at your brother you know he's Mm -hmm. He's doing medicine or something. It was both of us kind of. He still does music now. Mm-hmm. What does he do? He raps, but I think more so he's doing like audio, like for other. He's people. an engineer. He's an engineer. Okay. Yeah. Um, I had the exact opposite. The people around me, my age, family, my age, were like, "Go for it! You got this." You could do everything. Right. I was writing plays at the church. We had a celebrity pastor. I was packing up the church. And, and everybody enjoyed They were like, this is the new Tyler Perry, point blank, period. Mm-hmm. Right. And I would just be like, don't, don't, don't talk about that man with me. <laughs> I, I was like confident. I was on the plane. I was like, okay. I had a whole strategy. I was like, I'm going to go to school to study acting. Only because it's the thing that can propel me furthest in my dream to be a producer. Because if I'm a celebrity producer, I could do whatever I want. But if I'm in on the back end and I have to hustle and do this and do that, I'm going to always be at the mercy of somebody else. So I always had the plan of like the acting is secondary to me just creating whatever I want. Mm -hmm. And um, and I'm very business minded person. Yeah. You know, I, to me, I went to school and didn't care about creativity whatsoever. I didn't care about like the art. I didn't care about any of that stuff. I was just like, can I make some money doing this? Yeah. And um, I mean, I cared about the art, but I I cared about it in a very different way. I, you know, I didn't I, I wasn't the uh, who is my character person. Yeah. I was just like, do you guys like this? OK, can will you pay for it? You know, right. um, but on the family side, it was very like, you know, again, I come from first generation. I'm first generation American mm-hmm. where the previous generation knows nursing, engineer, lawyer, pastor, teacher. Don't be a teacher because you'll lose your mind because they don't make very much money. Yeah. So I lied all the way through. Mm-hmm. I had extremely high expectations of me because my mom, you know, learned English and I learned English at a young age and I was always a very good speaker. So my mom was like, you are a lawyer. You are a pastor. You're uh, both of them at the same time. Right. (laughs) And I was always like, I'm gonna make some money. Like, you know, so my mom was always like, you are going to be that guy. Like when you go to, yeah, like when you go to school, when you're done, it's, that's it. it. Yeah. And then my brother went off and became a a doctor. And I said, bro, like, come on, man. Mess this up for me. Come on, man. You had to have dreams. But at the same time, I was like, I'm so confident in me. Yeah. 
that when I go out there, I'm just like, yo, little doctor stuff, good job, good, good job on a little two-week paycheck. Good job. That's what I was thinking was going to happen. Yeah. I was like, I'm going to come to L.A. I'm going to write the movies. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. I'm, I, I don't care if I start off small. I'll do the plays. I did the plays. I, I wrote it. I, I was like, I know me. I know my body. Mm-hmm. And then it didn't work out that way. <laughs> Not yet. Yes. But I mean, and I'm still, it's not to say that I'm an ultimate failure because I've done more than most people in the city have done on my own. Yeah. And that's an important part of it, the on my own part. Um, because there's a lot of people who have accomplished elsewhere through the system. Yeah. But I'm always like, it's me, my laptop, my own money. Who's who's here? Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um and it was backlash from the beginning. It was LA's home to the devils, to the to the devil, to uh, it's drugs. This is the worst industry in the world, like all of it. Mm-hmm. And I grew up Christian background, so it was very. What are you doing? Where's your office? How does this work? I the first time I was on TV, I was on a network TV show. I told my parents they were they had no clue what I was talking about. Mm. My mom knows three things: the news, Oprah, Cosby Show. <laughs> so I was like, "I'm gonna be on TV. I'm gonna be on a Fox TV show." And my mom was like, "You're gonna be on Oprah," and I was like, "A couple steps away from that one." <laughs> Not quite. I was like, "Just tune in this day, 8 p.m." Mm-hmm. She was like, I, I, I don't understand. What? I was like, I'm, act, I'm acting in a TV show. Okay, so you're going to be on the news. What did you do? I knew sending you to LA, you're going to be on the news. What did you do? You're going to jail. Mom, I'm getting paid to say somebody else's words. Just, to, just tune in and watch. Yeah. I don't get it. Are you on the Cosby show? The Cosby show ended in the 90s. <laughs> <laughs> and he's not a real, he's not a real doctor. <laughs> He's not really married to her either. Right. And eventually, I don't think she ever watched it. I was just like, never mind. Yeah, <laughs> it's just too much. Yeah, it's just too much. I was just like, whatever. You know, um, that's the disconnect where I didn't grow up watching movies. When I hear Chris over here, like, I watch a thousand movies. I'm serious. I've seen 30 movies. The same 30? Only once. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I've seen 30 movies. And I was like, I'm going to go make movies. Um, and uh, the movies I watched as a kid in theaters, I watched Tarzan, and then I watched half on the same night of Chronicles of Narnia and Cheaper by the Dozen 2. Double feature. I, I only seen half of you. Feature and a half. <laughs> feature and a half, yeah. <laughs> a feature, because I seen 40 minutes of one and four, 40 minutes of the... F- <laughs> First of the one. first half of Narnia, you just made your own movie. Cheaper uh, <laughs> by the dozen to us on the last forty minutes, <laughs> you know. So, um, and I believe I saw Matrix Two, mm. which I thought was like the greatest thing ever. And then I watched Matrix One on TV, and I was like, "Dang, I'm so stupid." Matrix 1 is fire. <laughs> Matrix, one is Matrix 1 is so amazing. And then Matrix 3 is garbage. <laughs> um, so there was so much opposite. My dad still calls me today and it's like, well, like, 
how, can they give you an office so you can go act Monday through Friday? And will they give you health insurance? And I'm like, Dad, that's not this. Not it. Yeah. That's not, you're still confused 11 years in. Yeah. 12 years in. Ain't no office. Well, there's an office, but. It's not my office. Somebody who wants to be me is working there. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Um, so there is all of that. So it will take like overwhelming success, which I think is what drives my hunger, which is why y'all are here. Yeah. To prove, because to so many people, and I don't know if you guys ever feel that, but there's some, there's pressure on you when you express who you are. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. There's people who come to me and are like, I wish I could do what you do. I, I got so much respect on, like, all this stuff. And to me, I'm just doing what I'm supposed to do. Yeah. But that adds on to people just, you're on their clock now. Like, I need to see that you were the executive producer of a new Martin Lawrence movie, or else all your potential is gone. Yeah. Yeah. You failed. Yep. And so I got that from everybody, including my parents, who don't even understand what I do. Right. So it takes that overwhelming success to make sure that you're good. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Because then they'll understand. Then they'll maybe understand. Maybe they'll Let get me, it a little I'll bit I'll more. put it to you like this. The moment I can afford a house, I can have three kids, I can have a wife that doesn't need to work, my mom will be like, my kid is good. <laughs> totally. That's it. Yes. That's it. But if, if I'm like, if I have a, a mansion... And I work on a I work on two movies a year. I made ten million dollars. She would be like, mm, "The kids, the wife, like where they at? Yeah. Where's it at? It's yeah. not. You're you're you clearly are broke. <laughs> <laughs> this job, this acting thing, is it's clearly not, not working out because you can't afford to raise a family. Right. <laughs> Caribbean parents. <laughs> <laughs> So, I don't know if you guys feel that. As far as like the the pressure, um, from family or on yourself, and, um, both. Um, I I think my parents. I've stopped asking once they realized. Have to do that. Yeah, once they realized, I, I wouldn't still be here in LA if I wasn't. You know, still working towards it. And I mean, there's small victories here and there. I've, you know, you don't want to call up your parents and be like, I got a residual check from something right. that I did. And, and mm -hmm. it was, you know, $2, but <laughs> I got a residual check. Someone that, acknowledges that I yeah, worked on a yeah. project. Yeah. yeah. And so, um, <clears throat> I don't know. It's, it's baby steps. But my parents have, in that respect, I can honestly say they've been supportive and, and, respectful of that mm -hmm. um and once they realized i think if there had been a moment when they called and i said yeah i'm gonna go home then they would have realized okay this is not what he wants to do but yeah. i've been here and I've, i'm staying here and i think they have acknowledged that but yeah. as far as my own <laughs> idea of success i don't know when it'll um i haven't stopped working I'll say that. Do you feel like you're on you're pressured? Um from my family, no. 
I, I think it's a little different because my mom at any given time will be like, you want to move back to Texas? Yeah, sure. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Let's find your house. Right. But I don't really take it as her saying like, oh, I don't believe in you or, you know, you didn't make it 12 years now. It's just more of like a, I you miss close. you. Yeah. yeah. Um, and because even with that, she's like, well, you know what? You could come back, be a teacher for two years, save all your money, then go, then go be an actor. I'm like, first of all, you can't just teach for two years. Secondly, I don't like kids. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. So. Oh, snap. It's just like, it's just not a, a thought for me. But um, so I don't really feel not supported in that aspect because my mom will also be like, oh, I Googled acting and I saw all these auditions. You should try that. You should, you should do, I'll email you. You should yeah. email Tyler Perry. You should, oh, that's you the should worst write one. a letter to Ellen yep. and just tell her you're really funny. Yep. You know, you can talk about your family, you know? So it's just like, I, this doesn't work like that, but I appreciate the support. Yeah. But I guess like for myself, I'm, I'm still here. I'm still doing stuff like this, you know? Um, yeah. And I think, because it would be so easy to be like, you know what? I could go to Austin. I have a bunch of friends there. My whole family's there. Austin's great. Why not? But I choose not to, you know? The whole email Ellen thing. <laughs> email Tyler Perry. Yeah. All this stuff. It reminds me of a story, something my mom did. She went to Haiti the same year Sean Penn went to Haiti to go help all the people, right? And you know it was a year when all the celebrities, hey, you're going, I'm going to go to Haiti too. You know, so they went over there to go, you know, I don't know, dig dirt out of things. And um, my mom called me and was like, I spoke to this guy because we were working and he said he's doing something in Hollywood. And I was like, Mm-mm. that right, huh? You said you spoke to somebody in Hollywood. She was like, yeah, she's nice, nice guy. Him, his friend, his friend. And I said, my son, he do filming. I was like, I, I don't, yeah, I guess you can say I do filming. Sure. <laughs> Close <laughs> enough. Yeah. yeah. Yes, mom. And that's what she says. Like, even to this day, like, my son does filming. And I'm like, okay, where is this going? And she said, I gave him your phone number. And I said, when you do filming, call my son. And I said, can you describe the person that you're talking about? And she said, well, there's two people. One of them is a white guy. And I I think I saw him in something. And I said, what month were you in Haiti? Oh, no. And so (laughs) I I Googled it. And I was like, hmm. I sent a picture. And she said, oh, that's him. How'd you know that? My son is so smart. I said, yeah, it's Google, Google smart. Was it Sean Penn? It was Sean Penn. And then she said, he was nice, but the other guy was nicer. And he was a black guy. Very nice, older guy. And I gave him your number. I said, you're going to call my son here to the filming? And I said, mm, let me see. Black guy, went to Haiti. And I said, the only black guy who's older in Hollywood that I know is, like, infatuated by the story of Haiti is Danny Glover. 
And so I sent that picture. And my mom said, oh, that's him. Oh, my goodness. And these two clowns never called me. <laughs> I was like, well, have you gotten a call? And they I'm never called me. They never called Maybe me. But my paper. mom like gave, me, gave them my number and was like, I don't know what he does, but it's filming. And he lives in Hollywood. That's oh, kind of amazing, that's though. Mm-hmm. Awesome. So <laughs> call me. All right. We're going to talk about something else after this break. All right. Back at it again. I want to ask you guys a question about something that I experience over and over and over again. And I. Is it dogs barking? You need to sign a contract if you want to be on a podcast. He doesn't have any thumbs, so he can't. You need to have uh, somebody who. They're inside. (laughs) Why are you yelling at him? I'm not. I'm speaking of appropriate um, volume. Oh, come on in. Y'all got some Popeyes? I mean, you know I like some Popeyes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Y'all like the chicken sandwich. Popeyes sponsored. <laughs> no, they didn't. Not yet. No, I'm saying sponsored. Oh, yeah. Yeah, get to it. Hop to it, Popeyes. Put a milk biscuits, man. All right. <clears throat> so, I'm not saying I'm going through this currently, mm-hmm. but I'm... I don't know if this has to do, do with my sign or just maybe who I am as a person, but I don't like being ignored. Like, I always say, when I have children, I mainly want them because you, as a child, have to listen to me speak. <laughs> All you right. have to. <laughs> yeah. Like, I'm, you can't put no headphones in. I got gems to drop, buddy. And you, you have to listen to me. So as a as a byproduct of that, I don't like being ignored. I don't like spending the energy and speaking and then people just being like, mm. and something that's happened to me over and over and over and over again is I will meet somebody. Right. And we'll have ongoing conversation mm-hmm. for a long time. And then uh, I extend myself as we've been having conversations and then don't get a response. Mm-hmm. And then like a couple of days will go by and I'll be like, well, let me try a double text. Yeah. Hey, what's up? Are you alive? <laughs> Three, four days go by. No, nah, nothing. And then when they feel like they want to talk, it's like, oh, hey, what's up? How you doing? Hey, what are you up to? And mm-hmm. it's like, is that an, an issue or is that just me? I mean, I think that's like just rude. In general, as far as that person being like, I you clearly saw my text. Yeah, don't fucking lie. Yeah, um, because you were on your phone for the past four days. <laughs> you know, so, I'm sorry, I was asleep. Yeah, sorry. Yeah. Oh man, I've been so busy. I was asleep. Yeah. Um. So I mean, yeah, I think just it's just rude in general. I'd rather. Like, I think we kind of talked about this when we were talking about ghosting. Mm-hmm. And I, when I was like, oh, I'm going to try to ghost this guy. And then I was like, you know what? I'd rather just be like, I don't like you. Yeah. I'd rather just someone just be straight up with me. If it's going to hurt me in, in the moment, mm-hmm. fine. Mm-hmm. But it don't wait like five days to tell me like you're not interested or for me to get that picture. Because I'm probably mm. thinking, oh, my God, what if he got sick or... 
What if you, my mind goes to like, what if you got in a car accident and you're dead? Me too. I definitely go to that. Yeah. So I'm just like, I would rather someone just tell me like, you know what? I thought I was enjoying our conversations, but it's not really what I'm looking for. And then I'll be like, okay, I don't have, I don't have to think that you were dead. Right. Or put any more energy or time into it. Right. It's the comeback for me where it's like, hey, how was your week? What's up? And it's like, dude, I texted you like seven times. (laughs) Yeah. Why are you coming back to me without an explanation of like, sorry, I had COVID 17 times. Yeah. And well, I'm like, I will not ignore it. Like, I will straight up be like, oh, I'm glad you're well. Where where have you been? (laughs) You want to explain to me? Yeah. Like, I'll be like, I texted you uh, on Sunday at 545. Where were you? Like, Mm. not like in a crazy way, but I'm just like, you can't just be like, oh, we didn't talk for five days when we were consistently talking and then not have an explanation. Come on, dude. Would you cut that person off? I don't. I'm not a cut off kind of gal. I am. Would you? Mm, Not for that. No, I am a cut you off person but <laughs> really um as far as like texting and forgetting to respond and just stuff like that i'm i'm not like a i'm not a stickler or I, I don't take offense to it if you don't respond my thing is i feel like i'm bothering you yeah that's the yeah. feeling you get and that's why i would just be like i'm gonna just sit this one out like mm-hmm. yeah. I'm a, I, don't, I, I don't fault you for that i just it just doesn't it's not one of those things that that ticks my box i don't know so you don't mind seeing that you've texted, hey, yo, what's up? How you doing? Eight times, and then you get a response? I won't. I won't. I'm Continue. not the person to be like, so what happened? I, I uh, just, yeah. Yeah. But is, you don't mind seeing wrong. that stream of text messages. I'm also not the person to, to do that eight times. Like, you, you get, like, I'll, I'll I'm not the person to do that eight times. I will text you. And I'll either get a response or not. And then, you know, let me know when you're ready to respond. (laughs) Well, here's the bag that I got into with this one person when it happened. And uh, this is an ongoing thing. Like, this has been my entire life for 11 years of just, like, I'm being like, hey. And then it's like, hey. Do you date a lot of Aquariuses? I don't ever ask what your sign is because I don't know what any of the signs mean. (laughs) That's probably a problem. It's never Aquariuses, though. I know that for it's always like. Is that a thing, though? Aquariuses don't. Yeah, Aquariuses are very to themselves. So they're very that person that's like, um, I'll text you when I'm ready. Like, I like being alone, but they don't recognize it as like a selfish act. They're Mm. just like, this is who I am. Uh, That's facts, though. I've I've talked to Aquariuses now. To take a while to answer Yeah. Look, ha- taking a while to answer is different than just not answering. Yeah. And and then just coming back and just being like, here's a meme. Yeah. <laughs> Check this out. Hilarious. You know what I mean? It's like, huh? Like, I'm sitting here in my bed sobbing. Like, <laughs> I thought we had something special. <laughs> you know? And then here's a meme. A yeah, right? I'm like, here's a meme. Like, what What happened in these yeah. past eight days, you know? And then I get into this weird place where you hit me up as if all things are fine. And then now I'm like, I don't want to talk to you anymore. Oh, I 
you know, yes. and then I hit you with like a one word text where it's like, and then they'll come back and be like, well, it's your fault. You're the one who hit me. Well, it's like, what? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah, I, I, I know. my whole head is like, huh? Because I don't like talking to people like yeah. on text message, especially like it means nothing. Well, let's just meet up, yeah. you know, don't call me, <laughs> you know, so. Me expressing that I want to talk to you is a lot right. for me. Yeah. Hmm. Because I hate the vibration of my phone. Like, there's always people calling me and stuff. Or uh, I, Let's just talk. Let's just have yeah. a conversation, you hmm. know? So, for me to be like, hey, how was your day? <laughs> it's, it's you don't like that? For me. No, it's like. I want to know, but I don't really want to have that conversation over text message. You'd rather be in person. Yeah, I would just rather that. And there are some people that it's cool to text. Like, it's cool to text some people, you yeah. know. But even Me. then, no, of course. You know what I mean? But that being said, it's still a lot for me to do that. And they, people have told me, like, you don't ever be checking up on me. Like, you do, but you do it in this very odd way, mm -hmm. you know. And I know that about myself, but... If I'm extending myself to you, answer my text. <laughs> I don't mind if I don't, it, I don't mind if it I takes don't. three days. I, I don't mind that. But, answer but the just text. answer it. Yeah. Yeah. And then when you finally do answer it, don't make it feel like it's my fault. You know, or like right. it's not even not my fault. Like it's not a thing. Because mm -hmm. it's a thing now. It, it if it takes you a week, and then you come back like. I just had a crazy week. No, I'm just low on the pedestal. Like, I'm just low on your totem pole. Yeah. That's totally true. Which is... <sighs> I don't know. Not to bring it down. But I feel like that's true. Because it, yeah. I feel like... I'm a, I like texting. I'm a, I'm a texter. Yeah. But I never, ever buy... Oh, I was just too busy to text you. Because mm -hmm. I could be... At Sephora, where I'm not supposed to have my phone for an eight-hour <laughs> shift, yeah, and full-on have a conversation with somebody. Wow, but that's but that's what you're willing to do, that right? But I, what I'm saying is that I'm not asking for the person to give me a full detailed text like this is my day. But even if they're just like, "Hey, thinking about you," I'm at work. Have a good one. I would at least acknowledge, like, okay, cool. You know what I mean? Yeah. But for them to, for me to text you on Monday and then not hear again from you on Friday and be like, such a busy week. I'm like, well, I have the same week. You know what yeah. I mean? But well, I. You had the same time. You had the same time. Right. But you didn't have the same week. For yeah. me, that's why I don't mind the if it three days, days later. Yeah. That I get it. Like, mm -hmm. you know, but I think my issue is like, hey, on a Saturday. Hey, on a Wednesday, <laughs> it's Saturday again. You send me a meme. Yeah. Then I'm like, yeah, that's different. I think mm. not everyone's like glued to their phone. So I get it if you like a lot of the times the excuse can be bullshit. But I get it if you're like, oh, I see that. Let me get in the car and drive. And then you forget. Right. You know, I, I it can happen. Yeah. 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 I don't like I don't fall weird communication because there's some people yeah. who like make the time mm -hmm. for you yeah. so that's why i'm saying like the couple of days no big deal and a lot of times people come back and are like 
Sorry I didn't write you back. I was yeah. I you I know. totally thought I responded to that. Sorry. I feel good yeah. when I get that. Me I'm too. like, oh cool, yeah. fine. But it's the like I'm not gonna say anything about this. Yeah. Like and I'm not demanding it. I'm not that uh-huh. guy. I'm not gonna say, tell me right now what what took your time. Because it's me, baby. Yeah, I'll never do that. I'm not gonna know. do that, but I, w- I wanna know. I just wanna sure. know. I just wanna know. Just wanna I think know. we all wanna know. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I'm just. Rashad is too good for us. I, man. No, it's not that. It's not that. I. You will get all of my attention until you don't. And Dang. I'm not. And I'm not going to ask why. I am the exact same way. I will not ask why. And don't ask me why, because you know. I'm a. Are you a blocker? No. I am, but I'm not a blocker. For- I'm not a blocker. That's different. I've blocked for you because you don't know when to say no. Uh oh. Okay, we're gonna we're talking about something. You gave me a look. (laughs) I'm explaining Uh the look. (laughs) 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 Chill. Rashawn is like Rashawn. Be like he does a lot for you. He does totally. We are we are so completely different. Yeah. Where we each need. Which is why we work well as best friends. We each need a little drop of each other. Yeah. Here and there. Here and there. And she's saying all these things about texting, but you, she doesn't have boundaries when she's too good for a lot of these guys that she talks to. I'm going to say she's too, she's too good for them. Facts. <laughs> and so um, Rashawn steps in. And I'm gonna take care of my best friend. I'm gonna take care of my best friend. I'm gonna be like, like, "Give me your phone, father." Okay, (laughs) go ahead, hang up the phone right now, buddy. We were in, uh, we were in a Taco Bell drive-through. Wrong place to meet him. And this, this fucking dude like made her cry. And I was like, (gasps) I was like, "Give me your phone. Give me your phone." And she was like, "No." (laughs) And I was like, "Give me your phone." (laughs) And I went through all of social media and I blocked him. And I was like, you're not talking to him anymore. He called a cold black. I've never seen yes. that from you. You've always been like, Yee. Yeah. <laughs> One more time. <laughs> That's the new drop. <laughs> <laughs> Some, that's why I was like, whoa. Somebody made you cry? Yeah. I don't, It maybe it wasn't something he said. You saw something. Yeah, because we were, um, he had flown me out to his hometown. Wow. And it wasn't it wasn't like you anything. Got that wop. <laughs> <laughs> Dang. That'll be. That'll be. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, and so it wasn't like he had flown me to Paris. He flew me to Oklahoma. Um, I've been flown to Oklahoma. <laughs> <laughs> that was a great weekend. <laughs> and it was fun. You know? She's still getting washed. <laughs> oh my goodness, chill out. Okay, chill, okay, okay. Chill. Good, good, good. Um, yeah, so I mean, it was, it was probably, I mean, in hindsight, it was probably something that should have just been the weekend. But I had dated him like prior to this. Mm. And then, like, we had dated and then stopped talking and then started again. And then he's like, oh, let's let me fly you out to Oklahoma. And then I came back and it was like, well, he lives in Oklahoma. I live here. What are you going to do? But that was like 
around Christmas time. And maybe like the beginning of February, he was like full on in a relationship. <gasps> full speed Still ahead. talking to you. On and off. Oh, okay. It wasn't like it wasn't like he was cheating or anything. Um, but I think it was just like a oh. This came out of nowhere. You had just flown me out two months ago. Yeah, especially yeah. because he you're like in a relationship. That doesn't just I mean like maybe it does. So well yeah, maybe it could. It could have started in the beginning of February and then I think I wanna say he's still with that girl. Mm. But but she don't why know. did it make you cry if it was like an on and off thing? I think because I really liked him. Like, mm. I really, really did. And it was like um, the way we met and how we kept like meeting up was just so romantic. And it was like mm. a fairy tale. And it was I was like swept up on all of that. Yeah. So when he was like, no, delete this fool. I was like, no. Like, I just didn't i was like it's fine it's fine like i'll get over it and like he'll be on my facebook and it'll be okay and i'll just be able to like look at her and be like oh she's not even pretty or whatever but (laughs) he was like no you don't why you don't need that and he just code black deleted blocked i should do that because i have a female little bestie and she'd be having some little boys that just be treating her a certain kind of way i'll be like you got this (laughs) <laughs> You'll figure it out <laughs> Out of like, sight Out of I'm, mind Because man. I don't Listen When you step into Other people's stuff mm-hmm. In the moment It's fine mm-hmm. When they somehow Start talking again And then the The pillow Pillow talking happened Where they're like Well I wasn't the one Who blocked you We was in the Taco Bell line And that Negro Who he did it And then now You're the bad guy When you were just Trying to help So I You do that You're the one who Well then I'm gonna I'm gonna throw her Taco Bell out the window Because I'm like I told you not to Unblock him (laughs) And you didn't listen Mm -hmm. It cost you a Crunchwrap Supreme (laughs) Okay (laughs) (laughs) I'm I'm definitely Cool to take the fall For Shit like that. I mean, don't hurt my people. I don't like that shit. So, Rashawn. <laughs> I get it, but I also like. I will. Pro- I will. I will entice you to go do something bad before I tell you to go do something good. And <laughs> <laughs> oh lord! But it's, why it's, do I believe that? hundred yeah. percent. No, but it's only because I don't meddle. Like I will talk to you. Yeah. I will say if I was in that situation, that talk about, I would be like, yo, listen. You could do exponentially better than that, than this. You're great. You're amazing. Don't treat yourself like this. If you're allowing this, you are lowering the standards for who you are, what you deserve, and what is right for you. I'm an entity that's outside of this. But I'm not touching none of that. Because when you guys get married and I'm there clinging glass, I'm going to be the guy who... Who blocked this? And then y'all gonna come back and be like, mm, mm, yeah. I'll stand you. up at their wedding and be like, I blocked you because you were being stupid. Congratulations that you wised up to the happy couple. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> and if you, I don't care if y'all got married, if you do it again, watch and see if I don't block you again. Mm. <laughs> mm. Cheers. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I'm not opposite. I'm like, I will talk to you about it, but. The actions, you got to take them. You have to be strong enough to take them, too, because I'm not going to be there all the time either. Yeah. You know, so you got to you got to do that for yourself. And that's right. my my 
my thing because I I wouldn't want y'all to take my phone and go, oh, block her. I'd be like, if you don't get off my phone, like <laughs> I'll take this Taco Bell, put some stems in it, and right off. <laughs> but I'm a blocker, but I'm a blocker not because of what they did to me. I'm a blocker because I'll just write you again at some point in time. Mm. I would just be like, oh, she popped up on my thing. Hey, what's up? You know, mm-hmm. completely forgetting that you made me. Crying a Taco Bell. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I just always have the idea of like, I just probably shouldn't see you anymore. Mm-hmm. Like I shouldn't see your life. Right. So I, I, and I'm not like a forever blocker, but I'm just like, a, let me just. Let me mute you. Yeah, let me put that on the back burner for a couple months. Right. And then, I mean, I've, I've had one unfortunate experience. That, that was a necessary block, but other than and that. And they're still blocked. Uh, As far as I know. But actually, we it was reconciled, so. Oh. We grew up. So a while ago. It was in the past. Yeah, you know, with time, it's just like, yeah. Unless you, like, ruined my Right. Life, yeah. You know, yeah. but if you just hurt me. Yeah, I'll get over it yeah, one I'll day, and you. then I kind of want to see what you're up to. See? Hopefully I could just see. This is how she gets in trouble. <sighs> I just want to see. Yeah. I only do that is because you go looking for that, and then you get hurt with what you see. It's the seeing. Like Why the do y'all want to do that? The moment you see something, you want to reach out. Like, it, it's just my intention. Like, I just, I see something and I'll just be like, nice shoes. <laughs> you know? Yeah. <laughs> something. And then it's like, ah, I'm back up in this thing again. See, you I'm, know? Yeah. That's why I have to cut you. You can't Gotta be a it. thing. Yeah, you can't be a thing that I have access, that I'm accessible to. Yeah, I mean, like you said, out of sight, out of mind. Yeah, I think I've just grown cold, maybe, to where I'm like, I don't even need to block you. You're just my my internal OS system has Mm -hmm. has just blocked you, and like, I'm for I'm a I'm a very forgiving person. Oof, that's uh, the Lord's still working on me. I'm a very (laughs) like as much as I as much as I come here and I like. Talk and yell and and all, so, like I am so ready to say it's okay. Same, it's all right. Like y'all, I'm, y'all teach me, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, unless you took some money, like the worst thing you could do is take some money from. <laughs> that's probably the main thing because we listen, know. man, that's my time. That's my time. I worked for it. We okay, know. if you steal my time. I can't get it back. I don't have respect for you because you have the same amount of time. Don't take mine. Yeah. Okay. But if you did something else to me, I, uh, you give me some time. I'll just be like, all right, listen, man, you did that. Don't do it again. Mm-hmm. You want to go get some ice cream. <laughs> oh, you're yeah. paying. Yeah. So sorry. I'm very, <laughs> I think because I'm also, I'm very forgiving and, don't anger easily i mean you said you've never seen me yeah not happy so it's like if i'm upset about something it's very short-lived because mm-hmm. i kind of want to just be like okay well let's just get over it and keep going well that's what i've always liked about you that like 
there is a sense of ease mm-hmm. in your casa. Yeah. It's like I'm not, I'm like not a very good person to always be emotional with. Mm-hmm. I'm not that guy. I can be that in the moment. Yeah. You freaking out? I have <laughs> I'm friends with Frank. You know, he's an emotional guy and I've been there in those moments. But if you're always that, mm-hmm. I'm like, dude, not for me. Yeah. But the Carmella that I know is like kind of like one of the fellas a little bit in a certain sense. Like we can make the certain jokes. We can laugh at the same type of things. I know that if I come to you, mm-hmm. I can be a 10 and I can be a one and that it's fine. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. So that's why I have like a tough time with the emotional ones. Yeah. I, I'm an Aquarius. I don't know what that means, but in my head, it means don't come to me with that. You got three for like, you got three, a quarter. Are you an Aquarius for real? Yeah. I don't know why I thought you were a Pisces. I don't even know what that means. <laughs> Is that good? It's, know. yeah, it's a good thing. I'm an Aquarius. Hmm. What are you guys? Tauruses. Taurus. We get this like same birthday month. We're a day apart. Oh, that's cool. Same year. Mm, two, years. No, two years. Two years. Uh, is a Taurus the one that's like feisty? Um, we're known to be stubborn. Are you stubborn? I don't think so. You? Oh, I'm a dead ass Taurus, like bullseye. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I don't have the badum chink one. Damn it. <laughs> I gotta okay. replace that. I am not. Um, I guess like you, there's like a, a rising moon and all of this that you've, yeah. I'm sure you've I'm, heard of. Yeah. It's just too much. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> so they all meet different things. And for like a long time, people are like, you're a Taurus. I don't, I don't get that. And anytime I would like read something like Taurus, you're this, you're this. I would never connect with, connect with it. It was like, you're stubborn. You love nature. Da, 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 da. And I was like, this doesn't sound like me. And then I went into the whole like rising and i yeah, found out you gotta check all of it you the gotta moon, check it all the rising don't accurate. you just feel like that's just fake stuff that they're just like they cover all their bases by oh, adding all these you, stuff but it makes you feel good yeah like it might yeah. be but i do be scratching my head like that. that's crazy <laughs> <laughs> it might be but sometimes you just want to read something and it be about you and you'd be like yeah okay yeah, I, I, I do do that. And all right. You know, like it just kind of gives you a little bit of um, validation. Mm. I get that. I read I've read things about Aquarius stuff and been like, I suppose. <laughs> <laughs> I suppose. But I'm not going to let this paragraph say. You know, yeah. This, yeah. And, and then every once in a while, I do the like Aquarius mail with. Mm-hmm. Whatever compatibility, female, you know, and it's like every website's totally different. Totally, it's just like, what do you believe? I don't know. And then I have friends who are like, I am never dating another Pisces. And oh, I was like, yeah. want you to date a good guy, you know? I yeah, don't know, I don't you know? really do the. I like. I think it's fun if I'm like, oh, I'm dating Aquarius to kind of see that, mm-hmm. but I don't take it to like, oh, they said they like being alone, so like I shouldn't call them. I don't really do all that. I think it's just cool to kind of. Well, you're smarter than that. Yeah, I guess. Because I yell and scream I want to be all by myself all the time, but that doesn't mean don't ever call me. Yeah. 
You know what I mean? It's just yeah. like be mindful of the fact that like 60% of the day, I'm fine. Yeah. You know what I mean? It is what it is. But I think it, I think that's a different level of understanding other people. Mm-hmm. Mm. You know, there's some people who just like the girl who said that, she, uh, you know, you like flat stomach. You are Hollywood bastard. Like, girl, I wasn't talking about you. Yeah. You know, but you should, you need that time to develop as a person to know, like, when people are speaking in general and when they're talking about certain levels of themselves. Yeah. Does that make sense? I also think people just don't listen a lot of the time. Like, going back to the communication thing, it's like, if you were really listening to what I said, you wouldn't have been offended. Uh Like, nothing about that was offensive. Uh You just asked me a question and I answered it and now I'm an asshole, you know? Right. I think that's a lot of, yeah, you're just listening. You're just hearing me and you're not listening to what I'm saying. Yeah. You're definitely not digesting these words. Mm-hmm. It goes back to your thing about triggers. Like there are some people who have triggers and it's like, is that a, is that baggage? No. Everybody has, everybody's got their something. Is that not baggage? I I, think, I think you can um sorry go ahead. No, I was going to say I don't think baggage is the same. Yeah, I think I'm I mean is baggage just kids. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> That's what most people will tell you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or like major trust issues. I feel like is also deemed as baggage. Okay. But um, what what time is it? <laughs> Seven on the dot. Oh, okay. We'll finish on this. Okay. I think major trust issues in today's world is a very valid thing. Absolutely. Even to the point where, like, you could be a little nuts about it. I think it's valid. Just because everybody's lying. what yes and it and it varies in scale but everybody on instagram is lying everybody it just depends on how much of a lie is it a white lie or is it a you know because everybody is telling a story of who they are Mm -hmm. okay and for and it goes back to this thing of like people having expectations for you. It's because I've told you the story of who I want to be or who I am or whatever. And you're holding me to that. Mm-hmm. So when I go on Instagram and I go on social media, which is like the most prevalent way of sneaking on people and seeing things, how you saw this guy had a whole girlfriend, like yeah. you're seeing the life that people are showing you. And this guy essentially lied a little bit. Like, not all the way, but he kind of did. Like, he omitted the truth. Yeah. And for me, when it gets to social media and all that kind of stuff, everybody's lying. Everybody's telling a story that they want you to believe. So I don't have a huge problem with someone being a little, or even a little crazy about, what do I believe? Like, what do I trust? It, is what you're saying on social media really you? Even if it's t- text, like on Facebook or Twitter, like not images, but f- 
do you believe these things that you're saying? Is that you, you know? Is that, are those trust issues? Yeah. I, 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 no, good boy. I don't think there's anything wrong with having a little bit of hesitation or, or just being a little cautious when you jump into dating. But I, I wouldn't classify that as trust issues because once you meet someone and you, you're like, okay, this is what I saw on Instagram. This is what I, you are now. Okay, we're good. We're past that. And then once you start dating someone, then if you have trust issues, then is that I feel like that's a completely different ball game. You're saying you're you're having an issue with everyone's facade. And, yeah. and superficiality and what mm-hmm. just our generation and, and everything going forward, mm-hmm. social media presence and stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think that's different than being in a relationship and having trust issues where you're like, is this person committed to me? Is this person really genuine with me? Okay. Um, that is two different things. Um, and in that case, I would say, The f- trust issues that I'm talking about will fade away over time if you're doing things right. But what I mean by that is in the first, if in the first year someone is like, can I see your phone? Or like, maybe not that much, but like worried a little bit. And it depends on how you're moving. Mm-hmm. That That needs to be said. But if they're like, I don't know, worried about who's sliding into your DMs or like, what are you showing? Like Chris, right? The other day I I sent you a girl who's in a full on relationship, but her entire body is on the internet. Now Mm -hmm. that is not to say you can't do that, but it takes a very secure person to be like, this is fine. Mm -hmm. Right. Because I know Mm -hmm. that I'm going to bed and waking up next to this person every day. Mm -hmm. But I personally would not necessarily have a problem with it, but I would just be like, I feel like this is an invitation to issues. Right. You know what I mean? Then I would start having those things of like, well, is anybody contacting you because of these images that like, I'm not a part of these. But there's a good chance that there are people contacting her. Like sure. Sliding in the DMs like, yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Can I say, hesitating to say this but can i say that your mentality is possibly linked to the way that you would respond to pictures like that it could be yeah but but are those images not advertisements if there's nobody else in them it's you you're showing yourself off as like why you is know. it it's it's not an advertisement it's an expression okay sure you know and i think if I met someone that was always in a bathing suit on their Instagram and I met them and they continued to do that, my issue would not be, are you responding to DMs? My issue would be like, are we monogamous? Are we good? That's it. Post whatever you want. Yes. Now, it's because not a bathing suit thing. I, I was like, just using an example. Right. But I think because like on social media, there's like the bathing suit people, mm-hmm. which is fine. But then it's the people who are like, it's hard to explain, but it's not I know. that. Yeah, it's I know like it a, 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 another level above that of like sensuality, yeah. sexuality, 
being portrayed to like get that attention type of attention you know yeah. and again i don't you're not for me like we may be together but you're you're you mm-hmm. and you can do that but it will open that door for me where i'm gonna say okay it, it, like when these people write you what do you say you know when and maybe after a while that'll just fade away where i was just like yeah. that's who i'm with and i'm secure in this yeah but it's not abnormal for me to wonder right i mean that's does that make sense no it does i i i think i just disagree but i i mean i think there it would take some time because it if it's certain pictures like how you said it's not bathing suits it's a little mm-hmm. bit more central it's mm-hmm. definitely a type a certain type of audience I would feel, yeah, like, okay, what what is happening in the DMs? And, yeah, I would have those thoughts. Mm -hmm. But I'm not necessarily saying that I would be jealous the whole way through or anything. I would kind of just be like. At first. Yeah. Yeah. Because. I'd even ask, I'd even be like, am I giving you enough attention? But if it's that might like, be a different thing. Yeah. Yeah. I'm I'm not a I'm not a jealous person. And not saying that you have to be jealous to have those questions. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. not what I'm saying. Right. Um But yeah, I just don't that that part of my brain doesn't ever tick. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. I'm just like, well, they're with me. You're and I, and them. and maybe that's a little too naive, and maybe that's why I've been cheated on. <laughs> but however, oop, I mean, if you're gonna cheat, you're gonna cheat. You know what I mean? Right. Whether is if, that true though? What, yeah, if, if you're fulfilling everything. Like if you making it, like if I, if my plate has enough food on it, I don't need to look anywhere else. I think that's a really great thing to say but i don't think that's always true no i think someone that is likely to cheat will cheat why i, I don't I, even think i it's... don't know because i'm not gonna date you <laughs> <laughs> i don't know do if... you ask do you ask like in, early on sorry to cut you off no do you ask like have you ever cheated no well then you might get cheated on again i might get cheated on again <laughs> i mean but you're fucking lost yeah <laughs> you, you know i don't know it's got to be like a, a like a case by case. I just I'm not a, a an advocate for going into something with like a like needing to to guard what's yours. You know what I mean? Where it's like I need to know who's responding to you. I need to know what you're saying. I'm just like just be with me, and you've got one chance. Don't <laughs> don't mess it up. Don't, don't mess it up. It up. And if you do, then. Shot. <laughs> I don't know what else to say other than I mean that's the grown adult way to approach this but at the same time I feel like um I feel like we're all kind of kids still like inside where it's just like this is mine yeah I, yeah you know and I would like to say that I'm similar and respectful in that sense where it's just like 
But is it? Would it be wrong if you said like, "Hey, look, I I don't like all that on the gram. I like everything about you, but this makes me feel a certain kind of way. Like it's." But is that is that, is that how wrong? You all, is that how you all met? Um, like yeah. from Instagram, or you mean met as in? Yeah, that, was she was he or she doing that beforehand? Yeah, did you meet this person? Yeah. So, it's like okay, we met through this. Now I need you to stop. Well, in my mind, the way it works is not so much. I want you to stop because I say so, but I feel like <laughs> I feel like, but but what I'm. I feel like when you're single, you export that energy because you don't have to, I don't want to say answer to anybody, but you don't, you're. There, yeah. Yeah. There's like a know? respect for you maybe. Yeah. As like the boyfriend. But if, yeah. You know, but if I'm there, is it wrong to have that conversation? I think it. All depends on the approach, honestly. Because it could be like, well, you know, now you have a man and you shouldn't be putting that shit out there anymore. And I would be like, the fuck? Like, I've been doing this before you and I'll continue to do it after you. And it could be something as simple as that. But if it was after you means a lot. (laughs) Yeah. That means a lot. That yeah. pretty much means I'm out of here now. We have an inspiration yeah. to yeah. yeah. Um but if it was something like, you know, that makes me insecure and you know, we're having like a dialogue about it, then that could be an opportunity to be like, well, listen, you know, this is my profession or I do it for these types of reasons. I you know, I turn off all my DMs or something like where it's like she can give you or they can give you a sense of security yeah. from the conversation. That's what everybody needs. Yeah, sense of security. Yeah. So that's why I'm like, it depends on the approach. I don't think it's wrong to have that conversation. Mm-hmm. I just think it, it you're going to find out from the answer how that that is going to go. Yeah. And I, I think to wrap up the tr- trust conversation, I just don't think it's, weird for people to come in with trust issues i think that if you come in i can prove my i can prove to you that whatever you came in this with you ain't got to worry about that with me Mm -hmm. other things different conversation but trust specifically i think you do have to earn that yeah just because we're together doesn't mean like you can trust me all the way you know, and it, it's, it's something that works over time. That's why I'm saying, like, today, I just, I don't fault you if you have major trust issues, but only to a certain extent. Like, after a year, six months to a year, and you don't read everything on my phone, and you know me, like, you know me now, and you still got these issues, I'm going to be like, okay, look. Yeah, this is <laughs> I, bigger than me. Yeah, you know, therapy. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> you know, but outside of that, I've done my due diligence. I've given you the respect to show you that. This is who I am. This is what. Yeah. You know, mm. so if that don't work, homegirl, I'm out. <laughs> Rashawn's yeah. single. Like, we're right there. <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, anyways, I'm out of topics. Y'all? I'm good. good. Ooh. Therapy. Therapy. It's a little, a little therapeutic. A little therapy right there. Give me a song, uh, Rashawn. Ooh, I'm gonna give you um, uh, Run the Jewels. Ooh, come on! Ooh. I knew yes. once you said that, Chris was gonna get excited. <laughs> Not Run the Jewels. Run the Jewels. RTJ. <laughs> RTJ. That was Michelle Obama. Legend has it. Yes. I'm gonna turn it way up. Yes. <laughs> Bless this shit. Bless this shit. Oh, I know. What? Hear what I say. We are the business today. Fuck shit is finished today. RT and J. We the new PB and J. We dropped the classic today. We did a tablet of ashes today. The joints with the matches and ashes away. We dash away. Donna and Dixon, the pistol is rattling away. Doctors of death. Filling our patients to breath. We are the pain you can trust. Fucking it work. Hooking up curses and slurs. Smoking my brain in a mush. I became famous for blaming you fuck. Naming my way through the brush. There was no training or taming of me and my bro. Live like a man, but I'm animal raw. We are the murderers there. That with the jail and we murdered the murderers there. Then with the hell and discovered the devil delivered some robber bank. You to have power of the push. Now my smoke pounds of the push. Holy, I'm burning the bush. Now I give a fuck about none of this shit. Two runner over and out of this bitch. Step into the spotlight. Legend has it by Run the Jewels. And the crowd goes. Did you like the new album? Haven't heard it yet. Oh. Wait. Ooh. RTJ4? Yes, I have heard it. Yes. 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 <laughs> yes. Yes. I heard it was crazy. Um, I heard, I think I, I, I did hear it. I don't know. Maybe I haven't heard the whole thing. Yeah, I don't know if I heard the other thing. Do you have watch Trigger Warning? Yes. Yeah. It was really good. Yeah. I know Chris like like him some Run the Jewels. Run the Jewels is great, man. They've been running his jewels for the <laughs> 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 oh, <laughs> Chill, 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 chill. Uh, <laughs> we need to put we need to make that like higher or lower. Yeah, it it sounds, like, I keep looking over. Yeah, he's sitting there we'll quiet as a duck. You know. How quiet ducks are. Because um, <laughs> you know, duck. Carmel's. Okay, so I'm going to keep it going with money. Um, I think it's Lie Kelly, L E I K E L I 47. Damn. Or Lee Kelly. Y'all be good. Y'all like, yeah, be like, like, like <laughs> No. Lee Kelly. I'm so sorry, we're butchering it. I'm so sorry. So sorry. <laughs> Both y'all got some 2016 joints up in here. But they're still good. Uh, chillin'. Layin' in the cut, though. Easy. Tryin' to see what up, though. Brooklyn. Home of the cut, though. Notorious. Y'all know how the rest go sleepin'. One eye open. Too smart, cause I'm always scopin'. Watchin'. Seein' how these lames look. Lazy. This how you get your frame took. Money. I got money. Money. I got money. 
That's your problem, you always talking Rockstar, mix with that ghetto chick Try me, I wish a nigga would bitch Hold up, who gon' hold us? Uh. Not the cemetery or the penitentiary Damn, my contemporaries, I'm too legendary It's so money, I got money was money by like luckily 47 <laughs> damn and he got it <laughs> yo right. i would have some money if i didn't go on that damn amc or whatever day i'd have a, it's a hundred dollars in my dude. pocket right now arc like you know who you are dang that was a hot song how'd you find this this was in um book smart book smart oh yeah oh, what a like it's underrated clicking, yeah silent killer so movie did it. i was yeah. here for it do Olivia you? Wilde. Olivia Wilde's so good. Chris don't like this, but did y'all like The Duff? <laughs> uh, they just remind me of each other so much. Um, uh, I've heard Hill's that, sister? I have not seen it. but I didn't see it. You, you've heard that they're like similar? Yeah. Who? J- Jonah Hill's sister and and Mae Whitman? No, the, Wait, movie, what? the movies, not the characters. Oh, oh, oh. oh, oh, oh. The movies are similar? Wait, somebody's Jonah Hill's sister? That's the Jonah Hill's sister. And Booksmart. Booksmart. She's in Lady Bird. That's Jonah Hill's sister? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Beanie Feldstein. Now you see it. Read a book. I don't know what she looks like. <laughs> <laughs> they, they all look the same. <laughs> did you not right, see right, it? Okay. I did, but I, I remember the... The redhead. Or like the... Wait a second. You're talking about the uh, one who was in the um, the new movie that came out right when COVID came out. Uh, like How to Be a Woman or something like that? Oh, what? Yeah. That girl, she the brown head, yeah. brown haired girl. The brown head, the brown haired woman. It was she had a. I know what you're talking about. Oh, she's British in that one. Yeah, yeah. something like that. She's right. It's like an article, and she got to change her whole vibe. I didn't it? watch it because I went to go watch it. You mean but just, <laughs> like, listen, you know this movie? I don't no, know what it's no, 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 Listen, I <laughs> went to go watch it at the drive-in <laughs> theater. I went to go watch it at the drive-in theater, but I accidentally said the wrong movie, and then I went to go watch. Valley Girl remake instead, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. which I hated and loved all at the same time. Um, oh, wait, I was thinking something. How to Build a Girl. How to Build, yeah, that it is. This uh, one. So it's the girl with the brown hair? Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. yeah that's, that's her. Jonah Hill's sister? Yeah. yeah. I so see it now. Are you right? Whoa. Did he go on the family greens and everything? <laughs> I read about him, like his whole career. Wow. <laughs> Look at that. You, you know, think like, you think he's she's John David Washington? No, the same <laughs> thing. No, <laughs> she's a Broadway actor. <gasps> she's a pretty big deal. Yeah, yeah. Before, well, yeah, separate. Is she thirty yet? Uh, no, I don't think so. she's, she's pretty like young. Twenty something, maybe twenty four ish. She is of talent. Yeah, she's, she's very really good. good. She's like what Amy Schumer wants to be. That's that's, uh, that's also shots fired, but that's okay. Come on the show, Amy. She's too busy. She has a baby. Damn, that's dope. That girl is like, she took the movie. That's why I said I couldn't remember who was in it. The smaller girl with the blonde hair. Mm-hmm. That's yeah, that's uh, lesbian. In the movie or in the real in life the movie? Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. What's yeah. her name? Her uh, name. Caitlin Dever. Mm-hmm. You be I going like her. names. 
Yeah, I, you know, I like cool. her too, but I can't. I couldn't remember her face. She's supposed to be in the Last of Us, right? Last I don't of know what that is. Part two. Another. Oh, the movie. Oh, the HBO. Damn, that's crazy. She's twenty-seven. Beanie. What is her name again? Beanie Feldstein. Yeah, because Jonah Hill is a Feldstein. Mm. So she used her actual name. I want to say so. Right? That's like uh, Martin Sheen. Yeah. Estevez. Estevez. That blew wow. my mind. What? That, that was fuck? one. Yeah, that was Just one too. What are you know? saying? Did you not know that? Wait. Yeah. Martin Sheen's real last oh, name is oh. Estevez. Yes. Yeah, Martin <laughs> yes, Sheen's kids are when, Charlie Sheen and Emilio Estevez. I knew this. When you said... Um, <laughs> when you said Martin Sheen, I was thinking... Michael Sheen. Michael Kine. You're thinking Michael Michael Sheen? Kine. <laughs> that was so good. I don't know. Michael Kine. Kine. <laughs> so, I was thinking of that guy who always works with... Um, he had a show with Steve Martin. Martin... Oh, Martin Short. Short. Yes. That's like immediately uh, who came to mind. And I was like, what are you talking about? No. <laughs> I love Martin Short. Oh, isn't he dead? No. no. He's just old. Don't do that. That just blew my mind. Just reading about Jonah Hill's life and how he just kind of, I don't want to say he fell into it because he's a talented dude. Yeah. But he just had the right folks in his life. It mm-hmm. was just like, as a kid, I would just go to... Robert De Niro's house and just relax. And it was like, damn, you know, if you didn't like, he definitely took advantage of it. And in a great way, you know, you got the talent and you put the work in. Cause there's some people who have those connections and are in a ditch somewhere. Yeah. Yeah. And now his sister got clout Mm -hmm. and she's good. She's good. She's good. In book smart. She took that. Yeah, you know she really did that. Really, Lady Bird, she's great. She was, she's not she's the main character. Friend. She's the best friend. Damn, that's sick. Now I got to go back and watch Lady Bird amongst it's all these so other Leonardo good. and Lady Bird. is great. Is it on movie. Netflix? Yeah. Yeah. Or, about Am- a nurse, or right? Amazon. Her, mom. watch it. Her, Her mom's, mom's a nurse. nurse. I'm going to go watch it. I'm going to, after Big Brother, I'm going to go watch it. Wow. All right. This right here is Guilty Conscience by 070 Shake. My mind won't let me rest Voice in my head I hear what it says I can't trust a thing If I picked up and heard How fast did you fuck it?
the scene in like a high school movie when the girl walks into the party and like she sees her crush Facts. and he's playing beer pong or something or like making a drink. One hundred percent. This song is that's a whole vibe. Apple. That it's is so good. I love this song. I, when it came out, I was like, "Oh, seven oh shake." Yeah, is that how you say it? I don't know. Okay, I I say that, and other people have it. said that. Some people just say shake. Okay. I've heard people say zero seven zero, but I feel like zero seven zero is just a mouthful. Yeah, there's a Tame Impala remix. That song is it. It's really good. Um, but I want to thank you guys for joining us on the podcast. Before we go, um, you know how we like to shut the show down. We like to remember and um, see um, what happened in our past that we miss or we could wish could come back and whatnot. Mella, mine is very specific. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, do you guys know what SAS is? Like the shoe store, S A S. I have a very vague. Memory of yeah, that. it's like I want to say more of like an orthopedic type of shoe store, so that's probably why you don't know it. But when I was little, we would always make a trip there at least once a year so my grandma could get shoes because she's very particular but about the, style or about how they feel. Um, I think it was style and then it turned into how they feel, mm. but this store is like a country store so it's huge and it kind of looks like um like a general store but you you could get bottled cokes there and for like 25 cents and popcorn for like 50 cents and then peanuts and you could just walk around and like throw the shells on the ground Mm. and i never got shoes or anything but i was like oh i love going to the sass store because you could do all of this (laughs) and it was like old school that wasn't even, I'm not from those times, but I was just like, oh, we're back in the 1910s. Mm. So I miss, I miss the sass store mm. and those trips. Shout out to you guys. I'm not going to say your name because you didn't pay me. <laughs> <laughs> um, I miss fruit roll-ups. Oh, yes. That's all. I used to open it, ball it up, and then just like, you didn't do the whole like a monster, yeah, tongue thing. No, I just like chuck it in and like Ew. suck on it like a like a Jolly Rancher. That's the because That's the there's paper in between. No, I take the paper off. T- <laughs> Come on, <laughs> you think he just immediately? <laughs> and then he no. would just like you know how people do a bow tie with a cherry, and he would just be like, oh, here's the paper. Mmm. <laughs> then I'm gonna go buy me some right now. I know. I'm hungry. Too. Me too. Shout out to Fruit Roll-Ups, man. Fruit Roll-Ups are this shit. I miss um, making certain mistakes and being, it's like, that's ah, fine. Because mm. I remember, because <laughs> <laughs> every mistake as an adult is like, yeah. well, you're going to go to jail. <laughs> yeah, like there's a consequence. <laughs> I don't have a house anymore. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, if I just committed tax fraud, God damn it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. by accident. Oops. Yeah. They're going to Wesley Snipes me, you know. I, I remember I um, wanted a part in my hair. Because I saw Eddie from Family Matters had a part. Mm. I took a big fat old razor and just 
And I had to go to Disneyland with the church the next, or Disney World with the church the next day. Everybody was like, what? What happened? My mom was like, put the, put the, put the hat back on. And, she, and I was just like, I just wanted to have, and it's funny because I didn't know how to use a razor. So I cleaned it with my thumb. And I, I cut the whole, my cut my whole thumb. And my mom was just like, I, do I need to say anything? <laughs> and I was like, well, I like the part. But that my four inch part. She's like, if you don't wear these fucking Mickey ears. <laughs> but the thumb part, I was just like, yeah. I'm no longer going to do this. <laughs> <laughs> Mistakes were made. I acknowledge. <laughs> and so now if I cut my finger, I would just get diabetes or something. Like it, Easy. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's it. That's it's, it's the no, Diet that's Coke. Not that <laughs> I don't think it's your finger. <laughs> it really just be like that. It'd be like everything that we do now is on this massive scale. Or at least it feels like that way. It does. It is. You know, we don't um, have anyone to go to. Yeah, and just be like, I'll fix, take care of it. Yeah. yeah, I do. I go to Chris. I couldn't get my mask what? off. <laughs> yeah, no, I do. I could. I I couldn't get my mask off of my freaking oh, yeah. mirror the other day, and I was like, freaking Chris was here. <laughs> <laughs> That's facts. Oh, I was sweating. <laughs> About to unscrew the mirror. After a while, I was like, do I need this stupid mask? Yeah. Herd immunity. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, that has been today's episode of the Black Stalgia Podcast. I want you guys to hit us up on Twitter. That's going to be at KJ Slayer Four. That's going to be at that's going to be at KJ Slayer Four. That's going to be uh, the Simba Tattoo. That's going to be at Mella underscore Bell or Mella Bell. Mella underscore Bell. Mella underscore Bell. I want you guys to follow us on uh, Instagram. We're going to be putting up the clips on there. Hit us up on YouTube so you can see our goofy little faces because some things are funnier when you watch them and not as funny when you hear them. But it's still going to be great when you listen on all streaming platforms, which will be on Google, Spotify, Stitcher, iTunes. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. The internet. Google Podcasts. All those locations where podcasts are streaming, that's where we are for another 48 weeks. Yep. If you love us, if you like us, and if you hate us, leave a comment. My name is Kelby. Until next time. Well, that's not important. It's been long. What you know about that, Corral?